Okay, here we go. Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like some whiskey, Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, everyone out there in Radio Land. Welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, as always, the man, the myth, the legendary figure, a man who needs real no introductions, but hey, we'll give him one anyway, Mr. Honest Abe. Good morning. Hello, hello. How we doing? I'm good. And of course, we've got our very special guest uh, sitting in with us, Mr. Eric Espinoza of Espinoza Cigars. Good morning. How you doing? And uh, well, he never travels alone, and he brought a yeah, man. All you, do? you brought us like venereal disease this morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got herpes. Came with herpes this morning, dude. I'm freezing my balls off. It's oh no, no. Um, you yeah. know what's funny is last week we're hot as hell. Wow. I thought I, I walked in and I said to the tech outside, I was like, "Is someone trying to send a message about last week it being so hot?" Because <laughs> I tried to turn it off, but it has not. Sh- the AC has not shut off since I've been here for an hour now. Wow! Really? Yes. It I, is, I got shrinkage, bro. <laughs> it is sixty degrees. That, that's not the air conditioning, bro. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, Eric never travels alone. He brought a uh, another legendary figure of the New Jersey world, Mister Juan Cancel. Hey, oh, how you doing, guys? What's happening? How we are? How are we? Good. Beautiful. Excellent. That's Excellent like day in uh, Florida. Happy to be here. Hmm. He just flew in last night, and boy, are his arms tired. Oh, man. I hit the ground running. <laughs> you got all this today? You talking, doing camera. Paul's not here today. so I, I know. Like I'm trying to do. Doing, I can see a lot of the camera angles suck, so I'll make adjustments throughout the show. Okay. I'm watching this. But you, you, you kind of threw it last It's all right. Night. I got it. I got, I'm here to help you out, man. I liked that. Are you a little overwhelmed this morning? I'm doing my best. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for can. you. Thanks. I got Appreciate you covered. It. I got you. I got all you right. back. I got you, too. All right. I'll never leave my wingman. I appreciate that. That's all we can do. He's your wingman? Yeah, I'd never leave him. Can I t- say just a quick story before we get started? No, you want to tell us a story? Get the fuck out of here. Bro, right, bro, bro. Listen, I-, I can't believe it. Something just happened this morning. Let's hear you know, this one. Juan gets to the office yesterday and brings Krispy Kreme donuts, okay? <laughs> he right. eats seven out of the 12. <laughs> And then that, this morning, is fake now news. is that keto friendly or that's, that's, that's fake news? Now this morning, this morning, we go to Burger King because that's the only thing around here. Yeah, and he orders three eggs. <laughs> that was two sandwiches. No, no bread. Just no bread. three eggs. You could order just eggs. Yeah, I didn't think it's called dirty and three dirty keto with the cheese. You know this, how hard is, it was. This is this is like after the seven, seven donuts. donuts. Yes. You're worried about you're worried about the bread on the keto egg. Yeah. You gotta shave off every little bit amount of carbs you can. So yeah. seven Bro, donuts. you ate seven Krispy Kreme donuts. Yes, absolutely. He not. said they were hot. Yes, you Juan, don't lie on the radio. Dude. Are you lying? Yes, I, I no, I did not I didn't even touch them. Six and a half. You didn't oh now I know no, you're full no. of shit. I, I took a bite. I see that see you know, the truth is like coming out slowly. <laughs> The day before he has seven donuts, uh, and today it really matters whether he has the bread with the <laughs> donut. 
Oh wow! You, know, you, you, you got some sound bites, point. man. Yeah, seriously, never even heard that one. <laughs> you guys had an event last. Well, I, I see. I see you came with a full bar this morning. Yes, the last time I was—I don't know if it was the last time, but one of the times I was here, the actual guys that, that I'm going to span on the liquor. This stuff mm-hmm. is like amazing. Remember when that guy came? Yeah, it was oh, Gary Bigger. Yes, this stuff is. Let me tell you something. You guys out there, I'm not a Bloody Mary guy, but. We tried it with this stuff. It's absolutely fantastic. So I was like, every time I get, my, get on a show, we kinda, it's become like a tradition now. We can't break uh, a ritual, so we get a few cocktails in. Well, you did bring the, buy the glassware and leave it here, so. This is the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, was it the glassware you bought yes. last time? <laughs> the first time on the show, I wanted to do something special for you guys, so I got the rocks glasses. Nice. And we've always, actually, every time, every time I've been on here, we've used them so far. So let's keep that tradition uh, going. Absolutely. I wasn't sure I was going to make the show. I was locked at the gate. Couldn't get me in. How is it after like a year almost, you still don't know how to open the gate? Because I was pushing the wrong button. There's an arrow, from what I understand, that points to the right button. Yeah. They, no one has ever showed me where the button was. And I thought, oh, it's, always, it's this button from what I've been using for when I used to work here many years ago. But no, it's a totally different button. I'm like, I'm going to be doing yeah. the show from the gate. I was there. Nobody can get me in. You used to work here years ago, you say? Oh, yeah. What that station is, was it? Oh, like, usually, like, here, there, all over the place. Oh, wow. All four. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Don't work in radio. It's not a... You, you're going to lose your shirt. My mother told me I had a face for radio. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. She was dead on. <laughs> so you guys had an event last night? Yeah, we did. How was it? It was great. It was yeah. packed. I mean, First a lot Friday. of people. It was wow. packed. First it was amazing. Friday. And by the way, that food truck... Sells out every Amazing, night. Amazing though. Every night. You know I'm a foodie. I you know, I no. tried a little bit of everything. It was it was spot on, man. Very that good. fried shrimp was fire. <laughs> the fried shrimp was good. Everything oh, you ate fried shrimp on top of the seven donuts. I had one on top of the crispy yeah. cream donuts. Did you not one shrimp? Yeah, it was, it you was know fire. how keto works, right? Yes. Okay, just wanted to make sure. It's like I had one donut. He's got I selective had one keto. shrimp. Selective keto. Well, my favorite was his post of him and Bill Ives like a year before, like it in in Vegas. Yes, they went somewhere and they have a weigh in. They show the number and like Bill Ives looked like he lost like a good amount of weight. Like he transformed. He looked like he was ten pounds heavier in the second photo, and he's all proud of himself. Like I, I didn't get he, it. He says it's the hair. The numbers don't lie. It was like eighty pounds different. Yeah, yeah. I didn't right. see it between those two pictures. That's right. Yeah, great, great turnout. Abe, it was, it was a lot of people there. It was Amazing. great. It was great. Yeah, and um. They had a bunch of a uh, couple baseball game, playoff games, the football game on, in the music. You're a big DJ. baseball. Oh, you're a big yeah. sports guy in yeah. general. Yeah. We talked about this yesterday. Juan insulted me. <laughs> what did he say? I don't <laughs> he knows what he did, said. Did, did he insult the Chicago? No. What happened? What, ha- what happened was you guys on Facebook saw that Abe was playing soccer with his son, and the guys got moves. I was like, wow! I was impressed. I was like, wow! I was, I was impressive. Why were you impressed? Educators, right? That's why I told him to go fuck himself. Because <laughs> Abe is a, oh, man. Wow. Oh, a big guy. Abe is a man yeah, of big yeah. stature. I would never say a big guy. I would say a man of big stature. <laughs> and for me to be so nimble was pretty impressive. How do you think I caught my wife? Oh, very good. Ah, I'd be quick on my feet. Quick. Yeah. Way to kick it in, Pele. Been <laughs> a good time. Who doesn't, doesn't love a good Pele reference? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what's sad is how many people out there don't know who he is. It's not a, this country's not, you know, we call it soccer over here. And, you know, Who were we football. talking to yesterday? One of my employees 
who didn't know the reference to Saturday Night Fever. Oh, my God. Uh, wasn't that Italy? Yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to out him on the radio, but okay. go ahead. Yeah, all right. Yeah, fine. he didn't know the reference. He's a 30-year-old guy didn't didn't know what Saturday Night Fever was. Do you guys remember the joke that Eric uh, gave at the uh, office yesterday with George Burns? How many people do you think know who George Burns was? I had to, actually, I was... I was telling my wife that joke last night because yeah. she wasn't there yet she when you were telling right. Burns, And I had to actually show her a picture of George Burns. Wow. You had to show yeah. your wife a picture of George Burns. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I, I've lost, the, the bets I lost to you was like, it was a kind I lose a lot of common Fubar. knowledge bets. Fubar. No, there was another one. Was it just Fubar? It was Fubar. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I lose a lot of common knowledge bets. I, I, I assume things are common knowledge and everybody knows it, and I'm, I'm wrong a lot. It's the age difference, baby. We yes. think, you know. My wife is not, my wife is only like six, seven years younger than me. Yeah, but she, you know. It's, 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 I'm telling you, I make that mistake George, a lot. George Burns, I mean, he, he didn't make any movies or anything like that. What do you mean he didn't make any movies? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God was one. a big one. Yeah, that, that, was, that, that was like a franchise. One. one. That was like, oh, God, book Are you drinking this morning? Well, I mean, you the normally don't mi drink mixed drinks. Now that calls for a beer. Well, I mean, cheers. Do what you have to. Cheers. Thank you for having us. Prost, gentlemen. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you for, well, we just uh, invited you to make a cocktail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks for bringing ice and making sure there was ice. One. Is that maple? Is that bourbon? Mm. It is sick. Oh my god, it's so good. It's maple bacon yes. bourbon. Absolutely. Put the whole bottle on mine. No, I did not. Yes, you did. I, I mean, I, yeah, I'll take. It's a strong. I'll take. Dude, this is I'm for real. Oh, you didn't stir it. Oh, Listen, Juan's like, oh, that was my drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, the, the crazy thing, Juan shows up yesterday. He's telling me, yeah, I'm driving Eric around him. all weekend. Mm. No, actually, I'm driving him. That's that's what it's, I thought. It's like drinking breakfast, isn't oh, it? It's so yummy. Literally, it's like drinking it's breakfast. Good. Really I feel is. like I'm having pancakes I and bacon. Feel, I, I'm good now. Like, you know, just give me that bolt I needed to. He get eight seven donuts again now. He's good. So I actually rented a, a nice Cadillac for him because I was like, I'm going to drive this guy around. I can't, you know, drive around a Ford Fusion. Like if like I give that. a shit, what? what <laughs> no, no, no. You're you're Eric Espinosa. You gotta, you know, yeah. you gotta treat. Listen, you with I some can respect. care less. You, what we, it doesn't I'll, matter. I put some respect on your name. You know. Just give me good food. Good entertainment, and I'm good. But here's the story is he didn't let me drive. He goes, uh, bro, bro, you, you drink too much, you're not driving. So he has not let I me. I wouldn't let him drive either. Yeah, that's yeah. kidding me, bro. That's Hell no. There's no way he's driving me around. Hell no. There's no way he's driving me around. Yeah, I wouldn't let you drive Just one drink. Just everybody he's last you know, night. For law enforcement, ex-law enforcement, I figured you'd be a little more sensitive to well, not driving while drinking. I don't do that at all. Can I, I say I the story? I can up. I say the story? Are you yes, serious? yeah. I'm, I'm and, giving, I'm no, but I don't want to mess up his pension. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm already... Uh, if it hasn't messed pension. up yet, I think uh, it's going to be okay. I could go to jail and still get my pension. We all good. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Tell away, yeah. Oh, wow. So listen... Wait, I, I, pension I, homesteaded? We're, we're up in, the, we're up in um, Pennsylvania, and um, we're doing an event, and Juan goes, Eric, come on, one drink, one drink. Because it always starts with one drink. Of course, one drink, one drink. All right, Juan, listen, let's do it. Let's get, a, let's get a shot. What do you want? Whatever, Pack a shot. We get, we get a shot. Boom. Ten minutes later, oh, another round. Come on, come on, another round. Juan, now, you know I'm not a big drinker, but come on, one more, one more. I said, all right, let's do it. Boom, another shot. Another ten minutes come by. Now I'm starting to feel good. You know, fuck it. You open, the, yeah. you open the floodgates. Open Absolutely. The third shot. Break the seal. Fourth shot. Fifth shot in about an hour, hour and a half. And then when he's ready, all right, the last one. I promise you, this is the last one. I don't even remember this. And I said, Juan, I don't. <laughs> That's how bad it Juan, is. Juan, I don't. All right, this is it for me, too, Juan. Takes the shot. Says, all right, I love you, bro. I got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> True story, bro. <laughs> now I remember that. And, yes. and you got to go to work. <laughs> he's a cop, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot of Tic Tacs that day. Oh, <laughs> Holy cow. This is got on a true story, bro. Yeah. Man. It starts with one shot, one shot, yes. you know? That is a good story. True story, yes. I hope you, like, found a place to park and just passed out for a little bit. It's hard to stop drinking it, isn't it? It is. It's like once you I'm start, telling you, man. He robbed, he robbed the, the state of New York. The funny thing is I actually don't like Bloody Marys. And for the first time that guy brought it in that one time I was on the show, I was just impressed. How, you already drank it already. It was good. It is good. It goes down. So oh, we're going to have fun today. And you're, yeah. cooking, you're cooking me lunch today. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, Alex self-invited him. Well, I, I he self-invited himself. He texted me last night. He goes, I heard a rumor. I'm like, <laughs> okay, what? He goes, I heard somebody's Rumor cooking lunch at your house. I said, are you fishing for an invite? He's like, of course. <laughs> so he, he asked me what I was I doing. I said, look, it, it ain't my house. I would never invite anybody, but I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to cook, yeah, cook at Abe's. I'm going to cook Yeah, I'm going to cook at Abe's. So, you know. Oh, wait. Is this based on the recipe? Salinas, yes. yes. Oh. Yeah, so for our listeners. That what, was the name. So, when I, I was asking up, you. When yeah. I opened up West Palm Beach. Yes. Not West Palm Beach. Pompano. When I opened up Pompano Beach. Um. I used to work that store, especially the first year, like every Tuesday. Mm. And we would meet for lunch at this restaurant called Philomena's. Mm -hmm. It was literally like a 70-year-old woman at eh, 12 tables maybe inside? No. Not even. Six. Uh, maybe eight. Yeah. yeah eight but, tables yeah. inside that all said reserved. Yep. Yeah. Right? It would be yeah. empty, but every table said mm. reserved, right? Mm. You'd go in there, and if she let you sit down, they'd make you lunch. A dude that looked like Vin Diesel worked the kitchen that was probably wow. four by four. I'm not Biggest kidding. neck yeah. on this guy. Okay, ever. looked like Vin Diesel. Luigi Work, is that his name? Luigi? Yeah, Luigi. Worked work the kitchen, right? And she would be the type of woman. Like if I got a call and I went outside to use the phone, she would and they served the food. She would come outside. The fucking food is done. Get off the wow. fucking phone and get in here. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's how cool. she was. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. If it was your birthday and she knew it, she'd make you a pie. Mm. Yeah, homemade pie. But like she made this penny ala vodka, and Eric described it to me when he first told me about this restaurant. He said it's it's crack. It's white man's crack. And it is. It's literally the best penny ala vodka ever. So, so you're saying, even me being on keto, I should have at least a bowl later on? Oh, you're going to eat more than a bowl. Guaranteed. <laughs> oh. Oh, you're bringing him? What am I going to no, do with him, bro? <laughs> Unless I wait outside. What do you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Drop him off a Krispy Kreme? <laughs> <or? laughs> I'm But literally, we, we would go there every Tuesday. We, we, we would have lunch there. And then we'd go back to the shop. I'd work a little bit. And then we'd play cards till about 12 o'clock at night. 12, yes. 12 12 30. Uh, so this place, all of a sudden, overnight, like nothing happens, it closes down. It's gone. Oh, wow. Our every Tuesday lunch is gone, and we searched forever to find out if she reopened, where this cook went. So Eric finally finds where this cook is and, and tell the story how you got the recipe. So I find the cook, and how, um, how did you find the cook in the street? Um, no, you, you know, just asking around. Okay, um, gotcha. And then he went to another place in Pompano, um, and then he, he didn't last there. But you asked him before, much. and he wouldn't give you the recipe. He would not give me right. the recipe, and she wouldn't give me the recipe. Wow. This is a lady who... Do you think she knew it? Well, it was her, I, she didn't cook it. That's I mean, he thing. did, yeah. she even she, knew? I, I don't know. I'm, Probably I'm sure not. she had a little I old I mean, you book. know he knew. Yeah. 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 He was cooking it. So I called him about two months ago, and I, I told him, Luigi, Eric, with the cigars. He goes, hey, Eric, how you doing? I said, you remember Peter that used to bring you cigars and give you cigars all the time? Now, there's no Peter. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's great. I just made this shit up. You know? That's great. I was craving this. You know, you know how. Awesome. Yeah. We've been, so, we've been, we've been, she closed down, what does it got to be now, four or five years? Yeah, at least. Yeah. So we've been oh, this yeah. dish in like five wow. years plus. So I tell him, you remember Peter that used to go with me to 
you know, the restaurant and uh, give you cigars and all that? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's bullshit, you know. And um, I said, dude, this guy, you know, he's got like two weeks to live. Oh, my God. And I asked him, <laughs> you know, I asked him, you know, what I can do for him. And he said, well, on his deathbed, I, what can I, I just, do? On his deathbed. I just want, you know, this Philomena's penny out of Wow. So I told Luigi, you have two options, bro. I need a solid. Either you come to my house and cook this, or you give me the recipe, you know? <laughs> he says, all right, bro, fuck it. I'll give you the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So he starts texting me pictures. I got it, bro. Oh, I got it. God, I got please it. tell yeah. me you can give this to me. Uh, no. Let's see how the show goes. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to make it. Well, I can't invite you. It's not my house. He wouldn't come anyway. Would you come if I invited you? See? Told you. He's weird, dude. He's, He's got to go to guy. the Apple store today. He's got nothing today. He's just antisocial. Is he? Look, he He's doesn't know right. what to say. He's awkward. He's in an awkward moment. This is Shocked, an Adam, I tell you. Yeah, this is an Adam Brewmeister awkward moment right now. Look, look, he's thinking. What, the, what can I but say that's it's cute? Penaella vodka. Funny. He's the thinking. Weird I'll dude. give you the recipe. Okay. Weird dude. Thank now you. you. You give it. Now I'm definitely going to come. I let him out. I let him off the hook. I let him off the hook. Mm-hmm. He's my boy. My boy, Lou. <laughs> yeah, so that's what's on the menu for lunch. Yep, we're excited. Uh, how can you not? Is this going to be the first time you've made it? Or? No, no, I've made it. He's been texting me uh, pictures almost, like every other day. Almost every day. I tell you what, I made it uh, in Philly the other day for um, Vito from the you know, Sopranos. Joe oh, you still see him? Joe Garrison? Yeah, 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 he lives in New York. Um, and he went down to Twin Smoke Shop. You know, you were there. Uh, Renzulli's place. Renzulli's place. Yeah, but the the ingredients you get in South Philly, oh, Italian, a it, it's a different level than here. I mean, absolutely. listen, it's the prosciutto. Everyone says, oh, the Palma. The, the, the Palma's garbage compared I like to San Danielle. You know, yeah, that's okay. I mean, it's, it's good, but um, they do it right over there. The bread, I mean, that Shibata bread over there, it's out of this world. The cheese is, uh, everything you get down there is, I mean, the bread lasts about. Four hours. This segment hours. brought to you courtesy of the Food Network. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I did it over there, and he texted me the next day, and he said, no joke, bro, one of the best I've ever had in my life. Wow. You know, so. Well, before we, I forget, because I keep forgetting every show, I need to thank a couple people for a couple things. Uh, first off, I want to thank uh, Luis Cuevas. Uh, he was on the show last week. He sent me a beautiful box of cigars. Good guy. Really nice guy. Yes, he runs a lot. Really, yes, for, yeah, I know he's I a runner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you should run with him. <laughs> I'm going to run to go hey, get some cigars. He's going to run a Krispy Kreme. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he he really uh, he came on the show last week. We had a very really nice show, and he sent me a box of his cigars with my name like embossed in the wow. in the top, That's you know, in gold foil. So that was a very nice gift. And I've been wanting to post a picture of it. We showed it on video, but uh, of the awesome um, La Seis. Provincia's box that you guys made for uh, for us with our smoking logo on it that nice. uh, your son bought for the show. I'm going to post it up later today. But right. and that nice came out really well. Came out very nice. I don't know what to do with it. I don't want to smoke it. I don't want to put it nowhere. It's like do what you do best, bro. Sell it. Right? I know. <laughs> I, that's, it is. It is. Nobody's going to know. Hey, just tell the guy. Hey, don't post it, bro. Eric gave it to I, me. You know, you know? I'm, I'm not too much of a sentimental guy. Yeah. But, but you know, but when you charge me, then I, I got no promises. But he didn't charge me. It was like a story. Well, you know, I got I got a I got a prototype from a manufacturer. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna mention any names, but I got a prototype once, and uh, they sent me, and it was beautiful. I mean, it's signed, everything, and it was new packaging. And I called the manufacturer up, and I said, "Hey, 
Don't mention any names. I'm not. I won't. Uh, I, won't I, will, I know. I already know who it is, and I won't yeah. mention. <laughs> so I got I got the boxes, and it was signed. It was gorgeous. So what do, oh, we're thinking about changing this packaging count. What did you think? I said, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Right? I think it's a great idea. So we get off the phone. I take these two boxes that nobody in the country's got yet. I put them in my personal locker. I'm going to see these. They're awesome. Five days later, I got a bill. Took them right out and sold them the next day. What? <laughs> That's bananas. Sold them the next day. Why? <laughs> put them up for sale. Sold them. It was done. <laughs> Those hey. pro, those protocol boys are ruthless. Though. Ruthless, <laughs> ruthless. Yes. Speaking about ruthless, I had lunch with Eric Jr. yesterday, and he told me that I've been on the show twice, and I've never mentioned his name, so I couldn't, you know, think maybe I did or not. But just in case, Eric Jr., I love you, he, tremendous human being. There's your plug. Can never said it. He is. I love that kid. No, that kid is awesome. You bro. guys don't love him more than me, bro. You did a great, <laughs> you did a good job on that, no, he's, on that guy. Listen, he's an amazing you, human being. Eric Espinosa is. We're not just business guys. We're very, very close friends. Um, we've been to each other's houses. Uh, Junior I, almost burned his eyebrows off at your house. No, uh, Marvin. That, that was Marvin. Marvin, 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 Marvin. I said Marvin. at your house. Yeah, he almost blew up his son one yeah. day. Wow. <laughs> you never heard the story? No, I have not. Uh, true story. I got him, Marvin. Uh, his son was there. A couple other guys. My wife was out of town at the time, and um, we we're just going to barbecue some steaks and play okay. some poker or whatnot. And I got a gas grill outside, and. I see Marvin and Eric's son out there with the grill. And, and his son, he wasn't that old at the time, maybe, what, 15, 16? Oh, my if God. That. Right? Yeah. So I, I go to Eric. And literally, him and I are in the kitchen. Yeah. We're looking out on my patio. I said, Eric, bro, do, do you want your son out there with Marvin with a gas grill? And Eric literally turns around and goes, bro, my son's a professional. He knows how to handle the grill. I said, I'm not talking about your son. I'm talking about Marvin. He goes, no, he's got it. Not five minutes later, not even maybe two minutes all we hear is a scream. No! Boom! Oh, my God. I mean, like yeah. a deep boom, he, man. He was cleaning it, and Marvin pressed the button. I guess he had the gas is all bl- and yeah. whatever, and this, it just, <laughs> <laughs> eyebrows were sitting. Oh, my Lord. I'm looking yeah. at Eric. I told you, bro. <laughs> wow. Like, if anything bad could happen around Marvin, it will. It does. Holy yeah. God. If it was raining vagina, a penis would hit him in the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Not even, not even a lot. <laughs> Not he's, even a, he's a good. He's a good friend of mine, brother. I'm we gonna steal talk. that and use it. I don't know uh, when in life I'm gonna use it, but that's I'm gonna use. Oddly it. enough, you have more of an opportunity to use that expression than you'd believe. Yeah. I've never heard of it, yeah. but that was amazing. But yeah, um, yeah, I've known I've known Eric literally since he pretty much we kind of I we got, started together. Well, I got in the retail side of it. Yeah. I was doing the wholesale in Chicago, but yeah, I moved down here and Eric had just left UPS. At the yeah, time and was and I, for he, he started in '90s. Seven, I moved, I, well, I, I moved here in Florida in 98. Right, I started yeah. selling cigars in Chicago before I moved here in 96. Right. So, yeah, I mean, literally, and Eric had just left UPS, yeah. and it was working at Caribbean Ported Cigars, which was the original Camacho. Right. Um, we both had one of the same mentors, South Fontana, who I think yeah. about all the time. The I wife, really do. Wife, yeah. And uh, we've known each other for over 20 years. I've wow. been to his wedding. He's been to my wedding. Yeah, yeah we're very, very close. So, But I'd rather work with your son. And now he, you know. He, he's better than he's, I am. He's more, he's he more on the ball. He's more of a businessman yes, than I am. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Eric you, Jr. You know, it's funny. I tell if, everybody. If it's a business like, move, I'd rather deal with Eric. I'd rather work with Eric Jr. You know, it's normally the other way around. You know, I'm 52. He's 27. And um, he's got to stop me, you know, for coming up with some, some of these weird names and all that, you know. Um, I remember the other day, you know, it's business. I'm a business guy. And um, when these uh, six provinces came out, the boxes were just, you know, 
they didn't do what they were supposed to do. You know, they right. said the sample. Mm-hmm. The best things coming out of Nicaragua they're called samples. You know, they send you the sample. The box is beautiful, and they didn't do the right thing. But I told him, listen, let's tighten them up a little bit and send them out. He, he wouldn't do it. He says no. I'm not doing it. No, I, he, I worked he, hard on this project. He, and, without a doubt, has the better business acumen of the two of you. Yes, he does. I mean, yeah. Eric and I are working. Eric Jr. and I worked on one of our microblinds, the Bunker Buster, which was ended up being way more of a complex project than he anticipated because we started developing the ideas for the packaging right. in my office, and it got very intricate, but it came out. It's literally probably the, the 601 Bunker Buster Fubar is probably one of my favorite packaging yeah. of any of the projects I've been involved with. I mean, it, it's just stellar. I just love the concept. The yeah. art came out great. It's a beautiful piece of art. But, you know, Eric made it happen, and, and we were in crunch time. I started working with this Eric for a project that's going to, hopefully, if it comes out <laughs> next January, right? I started talking to him in February It's of tough, this though. Year. It's tough to make it. Dude, no. No, no, I'm not no. going to mention it, but I'm you, doing the most. You say, I'm going to go work on it, and then you forget about it for two months. Well, that's probably true. Yeah, and then I mean, <laughs> We've been working for almost 12 months, and we may not hit the target date wow. of getting it ready for January. Disappointed! Yes. I told him I should have been working with Eric Jr. We'd be done with it already. So, that's the truth there. If only there was not truth in all the things that are said. True that. So interesting. Mm. But, all right, we're going to take a short little break. When we come back, we're going to have more with Eric and Juan right here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Experience the new Henry Clay Warhawk, a robust and complex cigar that's inspired by the rebellious roots of Henry Clay. The first of a three-part series honoring the life of the great statesman, this cigar is made with the best tobaccos grown and hand-rolled by the Grupo de Maestros at La Flor de Copen in Honduras. And it's not your typical Connecticut. This is a Henry Clay. Stand up, be different, and smoke a Warhawk. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer to the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. Smoking a cigar is all part of the experience. For me, there's nothing better than gathering with friends after an amazing steak dinner and smoking my GC Signature Series paired with a fine glass of scotch. Good conversation and a few laughs is always better when smoking Kristoff. Start enriching your downtime. Go to Kristoff.com and click on the Discover Your Kristoff tab to find the Kristoff cigars that are right for you. Upgrade your downtime with Kristoff. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged. In bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Hey, this is Clay from La Plena Cigar Company. My likes and dislikes, long walks in the park, old-school gangster films, wrestling grizzly bears with Abe. Dislikes, smelly feet, flight attendants with an attitude, and Friday afternoon traffic. 
What I know you will like is the La Polina family of fine cigars, such as Mr. Sam, bronze label, and our highly rated classic series. But let's not forget the limited edition Goldie. Quality forever. La Polina cigars. Placencia Cigars has been one of the world's leading growers of first-class tobacco since 1865. Today, Nestor Placencia Sr., together with the fifth generation of the Placencia family, continue the legacy. With over 3,000 acres of quality tobacco fields, they are makers of quality cigars, including Alma Fuerte, ranked among the top 10 cigars in major publications. Find them in your local premium tobacconist stores around the country. Placencia Cigars, perfected for more than 150 years. Yours to enjoy now. Looking for something unique and awesome? Smoke Oscar Valdaris Cigars. 2012 Connecticut. 2012 Corojo. 2012 Maduro. The Oscar Habano. The Oscar Maduro. My Way. And our latest creation, Oscar Valdaris Cicerone Edition. A great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork. Remember, Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you. Ask for Oscar Cigars in your favorite cigar shop. Keep the party going all week long at the world-famous Spearmint Rhino, West Palm Beach. Every Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday, enjoy $3 premium drinks from the bar till midnight. Magnum Mondays means $100 Magnums of Belvedere and Moet Brut until midnight. Get your thrills every $10 Tuesday with $10 dances all day and night. Ladies, don't miss Women Crush Wednesdays with half off your cover charge. No matter the time of day, it's always a good time at Spearmint Rhino, West Palm Beach. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live here in lovely West Palm Beach, Florida. I'm Adam Gaines, Brewmeister. With me, of course, the man, the myth, Mr. Honest Dave. Honestly, a, a, a more timid start to the show than I anticipated this morning. Yeah, I mean, did you I guys, mean, did you, did, I these guys have too big a night last night? Yeah, I thought it was going to be a little more crazy out of the gate. Very timid. You guys are very professional and calm today. I just started drinking. Give me a few minutes. I'm on my, my third Bloody Mary. I thought it went well. No, we didn't say it didn't go well. It's just, you know. I'm alive. You know, we only got probably about 20% of the bros I thought we were going to get. I got like one-tenth of the stories I thought we'd get in the first 30 It's appointed! Been very reserved this morning. Did you take a Volume again? <laughs> I never know. You know, he took, the first time. You know, he took, a, he took a Xanax the first time he I came on the show. I would love to hear the story of why you took it and he what was happened nervous. afterwards. He called me up like two days before. Bro, uh, how does this radio thing work? Yeah. Um, uh, it's the first time. He's talking to the room. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, man. I, I'm nervous. I, I think I'm going to take a Xanax. I'm like, you don't need a Xanax. Are you, and he just talked like you talked to me in my office. He took a Xanax before the show. Wow. He was that nervous. And also, that was the second KMA Talk Radio show ever. Yeah, you are second guest ever. Yeah, wow. Ever. Who was the first? Uh, Jim Colucci. Ooh. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting because... And for those of you playing at home, that's trivia point bingo. Right? For those of you going diagonally. It's, it's, it's interesting because we get a lot of people who, like, will have... You know, I meet with people in my office. We talk. We smoke. And we have great conversations. I'm like, oh, we we'll get this guy in the show. You have a great open door policy in your office. I mean, we were there yesterday. If you just knock it in, hey, guys, I was pretty Well, impressed. yeah, like I'm very integral to no, the day-to-day operations. So people got to come in and check with me regularly. No, but it was like regular guys, like, you know. Cons- that wasn't a regular guy. No, yeah. normally if the door is open. Well, Frank. Frank walked in. Like, if the door is impressed. open, if the door is open. Guys will come in. Yeah, guys right? that offer you bands. Yeah, but know? that well, that guy was looking for a job for us and whatever. But okay. and my my assistant had already been gone for the day because normally she would field all that, right? Mm-hmm. So 
Uh, when the doors close, it's a little different. They'll call the guys at the desk will call Marissa mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, there's somebody here to see Abe, whatever." But I like an open door policy. That's pretty amazing. I used yeah. to. I never really sat in an office. Here's here's the truth, and Eric will verify. I never sat in an office till what five years ago, maybe. Uh, 2014. Yeah, five years ago, mm-hmm. I called it on the nose yeah. because I always liked working out where the people were. The office that I sit on, somebody that worked for me used to have that office. Mm. Um, that was Ronnie's, wasn't it? It was Michael's. Oh, that was Michael. Remember Michael? Yeah, 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 sure. So that was his office. I always worked on the floor because I liked seeing and watching right. every. But then it just got so crazy. I could never get work done because everybody You're entertaining. Would come, everybody would come and sit next to me and talk, talk to yeah. me and entertain. And so yeah, I eventually literally had to move into an office just so I can try to get some work done during the day. Do you pack, sure. Abe? Gun? Yeah. There's one right below my desk. You, you gotta have one. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard some of those meetings. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Stop spreading the lies. Yeah, you, know, the, I, the, I, you know, it's funny because we mentioned it yesterday. We were talking. It's like, oh, oh, they're afraid of you. What are they afraid of? I can't remember what we're talking about. Some people are. But that comment, Dude, I hear it all the time. That comment comes all the time. And a I don't thousand know. percent. As a matter of fact, I was hanging. But, 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 but here, here, listen. You and I have a new relationship. It's less than a year old. Yes. Right? Absolutely. A thousand percent. I don't understand that concept. I'm I'm gonna explain it to yeah, you. Yeah, it, does, it, it doesn't work with me because you know we're different levels. What are they afraid? Like this guy's literally like afraid. Like he's like he's, he's like shaking <laughs> in my office the first couple of meetings. Wow. <laughs> and I think I'm the most down to earth. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I have the wrong self. No, conce- you, you know, speak your mind. But I, yeah, I speak my mind. Sure. To be honest, right? But I, I think I'm the most down to earth, level headed guy. I don't know why everybody freaks out. I'm what telling you, I, I hear explain it all the time because I don't I, get it. I hear it all the time. You said you're going to explain it to yeah, me. Yeah. Well, listen. Some of the times you you yell a lot. You do. You're a big guy. Some of these guys are. It's the you deep know, voice. I think scares some people. Some of these guys are lighting the loafers. This, this guy had. Very little interaction. Juan doesn't with me. care. Juan doesn't care. No, no, no. Actually, he, when it comes to he him, he was petrified in my office. Uh, well, I don't like, know. Literally, petrified. You were the first time. I yeah. think. Yeah. Junior you, you even said it too. Told me. Yeah, you're, uh, like, you're like Junior like, even uh, admitted uh, it too. Yeah. You had that situation with Vinny, bro. I didn't know what the right thing to do was. I was like, dude, just call me. What's the problem? I don't understand why you so. Uh, you know, you don't want to admit it. Look, he's going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stop whining. I, I don't know why, because I, they, I consider myself. What I hear people say, that you're intimidating. And, uh, yes, you are intimidating. Now, I want you to understand. I always defend you. Uh, honest <laughs> to God. Seriously, honest to God. Honest to God. You, uh, you I don't know. know. I don't know why. I don't really think I'm intimidating. I, I just think people don't like hearing the truth because I'm straight. Like you feel good. Get, you feel good when I said that you intimidate people. Tell me the truth. No, no. I don't. Listen to me. Listen to me. I. There's times where you want to be intimidating. Of course. And I, and I'm the I, same way. People tell right. me you're the same. And I could pull that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but there's a difference, dude. You look like you're going to kill somebody in every Facebook photo. Well, the, the, you, the, you have like a lawyer. Like you refuse to smile. I do. I, I every don't like one smile. of my Facebook photos, right. I'm smiling. Yeah, I'm yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know where I get that perception. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's times you want to be intimidating, but I don't need to pull that often. You, but I get a lot of guys who come to me and say, man, I just, I, you know, I wasn't, you know, I was nervous. But I, I don't know why. I can I say, as, because the difference is, I'm sorry, Juan, right. business is business. And that's what a lot of people don't know how to di- differentiate. And, but I do when that. Of course. But you, and you've always done the, the right thing. At least by me. I, I can't answer for anybody else. But, but at least by me since day one. And I tell everybody this story when, you know, I was a rep that, you know, you came to me one time and you asked me uh, that you wanted a discount. You were doing good with the brands without mentioning any brands and blah, blah, blah. And I said, hey, I have no problem giving you the discount, but we got to, you know, I'll talk to the company. You know, I want you to make a big, better percentage, but we got to at least double the sales like, like that for me to break even. 
and breaking even, I'm okay. Why? Because you know it helps my you know, numbers. my numbers. Sure, you, you know numbers. what I mean. And, and and always, you've never been never gone behind my back like some others, without mentioning names. Never gone behind my back. Always done the right thing, you know. But what I hear out there is that you're a little intimidating. That's for funny. some of them. Yeah. I also want to say I think your size intimidates people. Like if, if, I know I was a cop for twenty years. If I'm if I have to interact with you, the first thing I want to do is look at your hands. Look at them. They look like big watermelons. Imagine if you have to put cuffs on those fucking things. You got to, you know, just take a fucking chain and wrap it around your body, you know, and Listen, maybe get a padlock on there. I get a question. Forget about it. Forget about it. It's funny you brought that up because I have a question. Go ahead. Right? And I, I get a feeling it's going to be a long show. We haven't even started dwelling in the cigars yet. But um, I've always had a question because, knock on wood, even though I probably deserve to a few times. I've never been arrested, although I haven't been in the back of a police officer's car. What do they do with guys who can't get their hands behind their backs to get cuffed? They cuffs? usually get two cuffs and put them together. Okay, so uh, they would do that. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. I can get my hands behind my back. But look back, at your wrist. I don't, I don't know how. I don't think I, a, look, a look, human look, being cuff. You need wait, an elephant cuff for you. Wait, would cuffs reach? Absolutely not. Absolutely right? no, not. No, no. That's Absolutely about, not. You that's need about two. as close as I can get my two hands behind my back. You want you want to know one of the reasons so you why? you would be that considerate that a you, thousand would, percent, you, you would can't. use two cuffs. You, you can't. You can't. Well, you, could, about, no, listen, you, you cannot. could forcibly, but you'd tear my shoulders out yeah, of my sockets. And then you'd you know? sue the, the job and you right. lose it. But in reality, I'm going to tell you why you've never got arrested. Because the cop will look at you and like, I don't want to fuck with this. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just let him go. All right, get out of here, kid. Let's, let's go have a shot. You know what? Let's go to the bar. Let's go have a shot. That's the reason. I'm telling you, every cop that's ever dealt with, dealt with you was like, if I had a role with this kid, would I win? No. Get out of here. All right. <laughs> and, and, but I, I've honestly thought about that because I've seen people arrested and I see them cuffed. I'm like, dude, I don't think I could get cuffed like that if they tried to cuff me. We're in uh, New York City when they would. A good friend of mine, mayor of the town. Oh, the town. You can tell the story. There's now. about five guys. You got to love a story where he needs we're, permission. You can tell yeah, the story. You can tell the story now. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're at the Grand Havana room. We, you know, we're hanging out. You know, Giuliani was there. You know, he, he came down to my warehouse, and a couple oh, weeks Lord. later, he invited us to the Grand Havana room, and we we show up. And he then, likes uh, that place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're there, and whatever he's got to go, and you know, we wanted to go eat some Chinese food, so I call Juan. Juan, where you at? Juan knew we were there, and Juan says, uh, I'm on my way to pick you guys up. I said, all right, cool. I think we were four four or five guys. don't remember. And Juan shows up in the police car. Okay? <laughs> and he says, all right, you guys sit in the back. Going. Abe, I promise you. That's my, that's my. In New York, the, the New York, uh, the cops, the cop cars over there, it's got to be less than yeah. Say ten inches. I've been in the back. Leg no matter where they are. So you have the cage, right? So the cage takes X amount of space away from the leg room. So there's zero leg room. There's yeah. zero leg room. Yeah. But the, I, the, I don't fit back there. My legs yeah. don't fit down there. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. You got to sit Indian style or something like that. Yeah, I, I have no idea what they do. Yeah, gets the door. I really hope I never end up in the so back of the police stops. car. So he stops. So we're going to Chinatown, and he stops. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. So uh, I, I, I open up the door. I'm like, guys, get in the back. And you look back there. He goes, I'm not getting back there, bro. And we didn't Forget fit. Forget about it. We didn't Forget fit. about it. So he stops the next car in the middle of the road. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is true story. Okay. And it was an SUV. Chinese guy. Asian guy. It was he an Uber driver. And he, he says, this the police. <laughs> this is the Uber. He had an Uber sign on, on his windshield. So he pulls us over. He says, I need you guys to, I need you to take these guys. Follow me. I'm going to turn my lights on. Over to Chinatown. Sir, I'm coming to really review this. Yeah. I did. <laughs> Come again. So this is some famous I'm people. Gonna, I'm going to assume this is so not like allowed. 
Listen, a thousand percent not allowed. <laughs> I can tell the story now because I've signed my paper. I retired. I'm done. It's it's over. So the guy um, is thinking, you know, he with his broken down English, you know, he say you famous people. Who you? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. So, and, and I tell him you lights you've heard, you've lights heard of Brad sirens. Pitt? Yeah, the lights and sirens. Oh, be light? You told him you were Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> the hell does he know, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> That's oh, funny. you make a movie? Yeah. I we mean. got from uh, St. Patrick's <laughs> Cathedral to Chinatown in about eight minutes. And right? how long would that take normally? About an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was oh, cool. That was talk fun. about abuse yeah, of power. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's not abuse. Well, he's, he's a oh, good friend of that's mine. Total abuse yeah. of power. If you, if I was working and you came, I would do something like that. For and you. I would appreciate it. Yeah, and you'd be, and you'd be talking <laughs> I, a story. I, I'm telling you, down there, that stuff works. Like you know those PBA cards and all that. You know, here it doesn't work. But in New York City, I got pulled over one time uh, in Jersey. Actually, Jose and I, my rep, around two thirty in the morning, coming in, from, coming in from Long Island. And the guy pulls us over, and you know, I gave him the card, and uh, he called the guy. Yeah, those cards don't work down here. No, down here. It but work. I, I, I actually, I have my deputy. I'm an honorary deputy sheriff. I got a badge that oh, works. works. That works. You didn't know that? No, I'll dude. show you my badge. My Come badge. again. Can I? Can I get the story? A, how that I'm, happened? I'm McGlee's County honorary deputy deputy sheriff. How, how did that happen? Give me the um, back story. Yeah, I'll tell you during the break. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll tell you during the break. But I've been one for years. I actually have a a law enforcement ID. Mm. That's what Sha- Shaquille O'Neal has that, I think. You know what? You ever watch the show Hot Ones? No. Um, I think it was the Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, it was. There's a show called Hot Ones, and I, and I love it. I forget his name, Sean something, but um, he has 10 super hot wings that go from like a normal level to like 2 million right. Scoville level, like mm. torture. And he interviews famous people, and it's one question per wing. Wow. So... Like, uh, I gained so much respect uh, for what's her name? Shirley. Halle Berry. Halle Berry was good, but Charlize yeah. Theron was even better. Oh, yeah. She was great. But Shaquille O'Neal one, I gained so much respect for him after watching that one. on Hot. Just go to Facebook and go to Hot Ones. They have all the seasons there. What, what do you do? Why do you gain? Just because you learn about their background. You know, okay, you know, he yeah. talks about how he gets pulled over by the cops, and his dad always taught him how to treat police, and he says, yes, sir, no, sir, and yeah. he never gives him out. Just, just how he was raised. He, he, I didn't really know him. That well as a human being right, until right, I watched right. that show and I gained a lot more respect for who and what he is. He's a very respectful and thoughtful human being that you you know you don't get from watching you know on, on the court or on the movies you know. But uh, it's a very insightful show. I like it a lot. It's called Hot Ones. Well, check it out. That's my Chicago boy. He's a Chicago guy. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Is he? But yeah, it's a very very cool show. One of the best funniest episodes. He had Gordon Ramsay on there. Of course, Gordon Ramsay was critiquing the quality of the yeah, wings, sure, you know. Sure. But but that was his like goal. His goal was to get Gordon Ramsay. Like Gordon Ramsay, I think was the first guest on season eight of the show, and he was trying to get him. You know, and everybody's like, "Oh, you got to get Gordon Ramsay on your show. You got to get Gordon Ramsay on your show." And what actually happened was Gordon Ramsay's kids became fans of the show mm, and told his dad, he "Told him, you got to do it, Dad." And he did it, and he came with donuts. Uh, lime juice. He was squirting in his mouth because it got so hot. Yeah, yeah. I tell you who I did lose a lot of respect for was DJ Khaled. Really? Oh, he was the oh, worst. I think he would totally be a total wimp at. That. He was such a wuss. He didn't even get past the fourth wing. I totally believe that. One hundred percent. He got like, the fourth. I don't need to do this, bro. I don't need to be my manhood. Like, why, the, why the fuck did you come why on the show? There, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what the show's about. Yeah. 
You know? start at wing number one. You start at one. Right. He, he has like ten different hot sauces, and right. they show you each hot sauce right, and right, the level. Right. You start at wing wing number one, which is like a chula, right, or, right, right. You know, something you eat yeah, every day with a yeah, counter. Yeah. And the last one's like two million Scoville. Uh, I mean, does anybody get there? That's uh, hot. Everybody, everybody, I've, every single person, women, man, I've watched has gotten to wing number ten except DJ Khaled. Wow. wow. He got through four and then couldn't do it no more. What a just, just had a bad attitude about it. Disappointed. Yeah, I, was very, I lost a lot of respect for him after. I totally believe that he would be a pansy at that. Just from ultimate pansy, at him. absolutely ultimate pansy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Juan wants to make me another drink. Yes. Juan, I got to admit, man, you're very good at patrolling the glasses. Oh, that people that know me say, I, I, I if I look, I look at glasses. He didn't skip a beat, no. dude. I mean, I, I just finished that glass. What was that number four for me? Yeah, I'm already getting a buzz. So you may have to. Thank you, sir. May I have another control of this interview? Okay, yeah, we'll yes. have to do that. Absolutely, we can definitely make sure that we, happens. We haven't even done. It's we're 46 minutes into the show and yeah, we have we're half the hammer already. Wait, we haven't even done the meet, meet your maker intro yet yes. right i mean i'm still showing up to the uh welcome to kma talk radio live part yeah, yeah. The wow. whole thing. i mean we can totally play it now if you want to why not Let's i want it. all of you to get up out of your chairs i want you to get up right now and go to the window open it and stick your head out and yell it's time to meet your maker just make call happy i will uh read the intro he wrote, even though he's not here. Born in Havana, Cuba and raised in Miami, Eric inherited his passion for cigars from his father. He began working in the cigar industry in 1997 and has been involved in almost every facet of the premium cigar industry. Although not a household name in the industry, Eric is the mastermind of such notable brands as Murcielago, 601, Cubao, La Bomba, just to mention a few. Riding on the success of these highly rated smokes, he now owns a factory in Esteli, Nicaragua called La Zona where he will continue to release many more outstanding boutique blends to his loyal followers and fans. So, we are always pleased to welcome Mr. Eric Espinoza to KMA Talk Radio. That was impressive. Yeah, what am I supposed to say? Thanks for having me? I mean, I've been here for 45 exactly minutes. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for entertaining me and bringing so, me back to So, let's be real now. So, we talked about how we met 20 years ago. You were a rep. Yeah. When you were a rep back then, did you think you'd be doing what you're doing now? No. Is that... Was that ever even a thought in your mind no, that you were going to have your own factory, no, your own brands? No, that, was me, it ever even a dream it, or no, something to shoot for? It, no, it, it, I I feel it's a dream now. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't I don't even know sometimes how I got here. Right, <laughs> yeah, I've been there. You, yeah, you know, listen. If it was up to me, I would have stayed a broker. And then hanging out with the, me for the a few guys days, that make like, the most money in this industry are brokers. Are good brokers. Good brokers. Absolutely, because they got none of the overhead. It's I, all income. I used to make fu money as a broker. And I tell all these guys all over the country, you know, and people say, well, you know, the business has changed, and it has. Most of the, the successful companies have their own in-house in -house, mm -hmm. uh, guys. Well, that's been going on for a decade now. I mean, they've been chopping away at brokers. A lot of companies have been going in-house. Right. You know, it's and, kind of the fate of the broker, unfortunately. Right. You know, and, and I got a couple, you know, I have some brokers in, in, in the country, and I got some in-house guys, and I tell these guys all the time, I said, listen, man, you know, I've done this. I will never cheat you out of commission. I don't do that because some of these companies used to do it to me, so I, I would never do that to somebody. But I tell them, you guys have an opportunity to make a lot of money. You know, but a lot of these guys just don't want to work. You know, That's the toughest part of this industry is finding guys out there in the field that wants to work. So when can you remember? Because, you know, your, your first venture into making your own brand, you were still a rep. Yeah. You were working as a rep for Rocky, I believe, at the time, yes? I had... Uh, I had like five lines. Okay, you, the first one I remember was yeah. Generation X or something X. Yeah, that long time ago. Yeah. Right, yeah, but that then, was while you were still a rep. Yeah. 
Now, was that you alone, or was that with no, Eddie? No, it was Eddie. That it was, was Eddie, Eddie at the yeah. time. So that, that you guys launched together. You were right, still a rep at right, the time. Right. At the time, were you with Rocky still, or were you moving? Uh, no, I was with Rocky, uh, Drew. Uh, I think I had right. You were, you were independent. Yeah, yeah. And you uh, made your own brand, right? Yeah. What? What caused you to finally say what? Because what, you said it was never in your mind when you first got in the business. What finally turned on the light and said, "I'm going to try this"? When uh, who who did that to you? Because somebody did it to you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, somebody oh, put abs- a thought in your absolutely. head, talks you into it, tells you it's a great idea. No, the the complete opposite. The complete opposite happened to me. When um, I went salesman of the year for a guy, you know, for a company, he knows who he is. I went salesman of the year, and they they have a competition, uh, a contest. Um, you know, why? It, it was for, it was for ten me. grand. These drinks keep getting stronger as yeah. the show goes on. You are right, and I do apologize for that. This is like like double the <laughs> amount of alcohol than the first cocktail you made. <laughs> That's what he does. That's why. Holy mm. shit. So sorry. they have a contest that the, the salesman of the year, if you increase business X amount, you know, you get, you know, 10 grand. Nobody wanted that year. The following year, it rolled over, so now it's 20 grand. So I win it, okay? I get a check for 20 grand. and I Bonus. Get, Yes, and I get a pink slip at the same time. No! Yes. Wowzers. I'm not mentioning But you know what's sad is? That's common. Because I, I see it all the time, and, I, and this is a mentality I don't understand. And no real manufacturer has explained this to me in a logical business sense. But I see it more often than not, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. You get this guy who you hire. He becomes an awesome sales rep. He starts doing some ridiculous numbers that you weren't doing. His check starts getting ridiculously huge because of his ridiculous numbers, and then they cut him. There's no such thing as an overpaid salesman, okay? Because you work on commission. Mm-hmm. That is correct. I understand. Well, listen, tell me, there is, because sometimes you have a salesman that's just in a good area. He doesn't have to do a lot of work, and he makes a lot of money. I've had guys, and this is, you and I never had this issue because you've always, when you were a rep, were one of the good reps that I like who worked for my stores and, and you know, did whatever it took to to do stuff, but I had reps like I've called the owner and I, was, and I said, "Hey, listen, are you hiring?" And they look at me and they said, "What do you mean are you hiring?" I said, "I want to know if you're hiring if 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 you have any available positions." Well, for who? Well, for me. What do you mean for you? Well, so I've always dreamed about having a job where a paycheck comes every week, no matter what, even when I do absolutely jack shit right. every week. Because <laughs> that's what my rep—that's a job my rep has, right? So there are some, but. You're right, but, but more often than not, and this is what I see is, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about those situations. I'm talking about where a guy gets hired new, the numbers were already known what it is. He doubles, he triples the numbers. He's doing some great work, which means the manufacturer is making there, yeah. more money. Correct. Oh, absolutely. Now, now what happens when that happens is now, now he's the manufacturer's paying that rep a substantial more check than he was paying the and rep. And you can go get a guy, house they, guy now. And they cut them. Yeah. I never understand the logic. I guess they feel that the the accounts will stay the same. They get a new guy. And and, and sometimes they better be careful what they wish for because then it comes, you know, crumbling down. That's what I used to do. Like, I I never got fired for not doing my job. Right. I always got you fired, get fired for, for yeah, doing really good. For, for doing really good. Unfortunately, that's, that's that, yeah. It's a weird, yeah, weird it Because it's not like you. You pay, I have yet to sit pay him what he deserves because if he's, he's if he's picked it up twenty he's making money on commission off of the commission that he's 10% making money on commission. So, but this is why I do have, but this is also why I do have a problem with some reps, right? Because I slave every day. I'm up every day at six o'clock. I seldom sleep before two thirty in the morning. I I work my store. There are guys in this industry that God bless them. Yeah, you know, I'm 
I'm amazed that they are able to function, but they are traveling every other month, doing stuff. Eric knows me, man. I don't even go to trade shows, more or less right, travel, yeah. right? I work my stores, right? And if a rep doesn't do squat for me and he gets to make a living on my hard work, because that's what it is. It's right. my hard work. You, you My hard right. work is selling the stuff. Stuff I'm doing, and you don't do nothing for me. You don't return my call when I call you one time. You don't want to come and do my stores. You want to come clean your shelf area. You don't do nothing. But you're making a good living off my back. I have a problem, right? So I never had that problem with Eric when he was our, our, one of our reps because he was always the man and did what he had to do. So it does happen, but he's right. Unfortunately, these reps that who go out and they do great work, they are always getting fired, and, and not one manufacturer has ever explained that reasoning to me. Listen, let's do numbers. I mean, you're paying the guy ten percent, you know, and you give him a thousand dollars, he sold ten grand for you. You know, now the check starts getting big. Yeah, you give right. him five grand, he sold fifty thousand. You give him ten grand, he sold a hundred grand. You know, you're making more money. I get know? it, and he's entitled to make more money because he's hustling. He's hustling. Yeah, and, and guys, listen. I've been doing this for a long time. I know what's what, you know. When you got a rep that asks you for samples, and I'm going to throw this out there just to let them know, uh, you know, and they want specific sizes. That's they, for them. They're selling oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're selling it, you know. I won't mention any names, but I know reps that literally sold product. I never, I could honestly say, I'm unfortunate, I've never bought product from a rep. But I knew one time because one of my competitors has a size that wasn't shipped. And I called the manufacturer. I'm like, how did they get product before I did? Right? I mean, and, you're, and, and the they're telling me that that product's not going to ship for another two weeks. My competitors got it on your shelf. It was a brand new cigar. I won't mention the company or anything. Well, they said, well, well you know, we gave every one. It was a 50-count box. Right. We gave every one of our reps one, one box. Oh, so wow. they could, well, that's how that box ended up on the shelf of that oh, store. Wow. It happens all the time. He's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, but I, I sell bundles. I don't sell bundles. I I give him one box of a new product, whatever. They keep the box, and then I, you know, I'll you know the samples. I send bundles and all that. But I got good guys. I mean, you know, and I tell everybody before I hire everybody. The first thing I tell them is, don't steal from me. If I do catch you stealing, I'm not calling the cops. You're gonna deal with me. I don't. This, see, it's my I, I, exactly. I, cops don't do You're nothing. gonna deal with me. No offense. If if, if you yeah. want, if you need something, they don't want to do anything. They don't want to do anything for petty theft. They don't no. do nothing. Yeah. You need something. You let me know. I have no issues sending my reps samples as long as they're selling. They're as long as they're using, job. as long as they're using it for what it's supposed absolutely. Because I, I train when I drive with these guys around. I train them. You know, I learned a lot from Sal. Abe, I did. God you, bless his soul. You, you never give a, a a cigar to any of the consumers while you're in the shop. I don't do that. You know, what I might do is when they buy a couple of cigars, I'll follow them in the humidor and tell them about the cigars. Listen, you buy three, I'll give you one free and all that. But I've seen some of these guys just tell them, hey, listen, you mind if I give Billy a cigar? You know, and Billy just walked in the door and, you know, that's one cigar, you know, less that they're going to buy. Or maybe they're only going to buy one. You know, but let me finish telling you the story that, you know, getting back to that. So I get the check, 20 grand, a pink slip at the same time. And, um, I looked him straight in the eye and I told him, I thank you for the opportunity. I told him, I don't understand what you're doing, but whatever. I'm not going to change your mind. But I said, one day I will be your competition. I said, I don't have your money, but one day I will be your competition. And look at us, you know, look at me now. You know, I'm blessed, though. It was just a series of events that you know? leads you to where you're at. Correct. So sometimes I think, and just things, 
you know, you, you know, sometimes you're in a circle and you don't see outside the circle. And, that, and that's how I feel. I'm like in the days. And even when you start making your own brands, I bet you never said to yourself, I'm going to have my own factory. Yeah, no, never. Right? Never, <laughs> never, never. It just snowballs yeah. and there. Do, do you know the um, how the factory got started? No. I sold you some bundles. You sold me a lot of stuff. Over no, the but I sold you some bundles one time. I don't know if you remember the story. And um, you called me a couple months later. And, and I did a favor from a friend of mine down in Nicaragua and asked me to help these guys. Move the bundles. Guys. Yeah, to move the bundles. Okay. So the guy called me, can you help me? You know, they're not mine. I got some relatives here. You know, they're working inside a, a factory. Just you got a little table, dad and son, blah, 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 blah. I said, How, what do you need me to sell? He says, you know, can you buy a couple hundred bundles? Yeah, all right. But what's the price? He gives me the price. So I said, the E-Doblex came about. Oh, is that the E-Doble? Of course. Okay, I, yeah, yeah. So they sent me the bundles. I sold, for, our listeners, I, 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 for our listeners, we had a house brand that we started a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Where And I remember the story. Right. It came to me, he had these bundles, and they smoked good. Mm-hmm. I'm you, like, this you, is a good cigar. You called me, and, eh? you, and you told me, dude, can you, do you have any more of these bundles? And I said, <laughs> what bundles? The ones you sold me, blah, blah, blah. So I said, why? He goes, these are great. They're doing, they're doing phenomenal. So I go to Pompano, and I had never even smoked them. I just got him. And, 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 and. So I grab a cigar and I look at it, and um, I see the triple cap. You know, that's what they do. It's a beautiful listening. cigar. Yeah, you know, and for the price. And, um, of course, all that changed for the price. <laughs> yeah, right. So I look at the cigar. I smoke the cigar, and I'm going, wow. You know, but I also know that they can do cigars on what tobacco they get. Sure. Mm-hmm. Flavor wise, right? My my interest was construction wise. Yes, limit, yes. Yeah. But construction, construction was on point. Was on point. So I call back the guy, um, and and I asked him, "Listen, can you set up a meeting with these guys for me? Who are they? I did my research on them." He says, "Yeah." So I go down there, go to Nicaragua, and I told him, "Listen, how would you like to, you know, go into business?" Yeah. Well, we have no money. I said, "I didn't ask you that. I just said, you know," and um, we're trying to find a uh, a building, you know, and. We found Lazona, which you probably don't even know that you also named that. I don't know. Yes, you did. No, well, well, you never, surprise. I never, swear on my life. You never told me. I, we I never swear on my life. Well, I don't like to give you credit. You know, <laughs> All right, so remind me how I named Lazona. You, and we were in front of Pompano from playing cards one day, and I told you I needed, uh, I needed uh, the name oh, Lazona Franca. And Is that and, why? And you started, and um. I think you were saying something about that song, Don't Let Me Get In My Zone, Don't Let Me, something like that. You know, somebody was singing in the card game. I think you had that in your mind. And then, I know you, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but you speak Spanish fluently. Yes. And, um, and then you said, La Zone, La Zona. And I kind of liked it, you know, La Zona. That's oh, what you I should name it. Yeah, yeah, you did. Wow. You did, bro. That's funny. Yeah, I've never t- I'll tell you that because I know you never remember. the first time I've heard the story. Yeah, I give credit with credit. That's so sometimes you, you, you do Just delayed. Eric's story for the first time. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. 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 It's never told me that story. I always liked the, you know, I liked the name. And it's very catchy. But the, right. I love it, actually. Yeah. 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 I always thought it had something to do with La Zona Franca. I no. I didn't know. No. Okay. No. I didn't know. La Zona Franca is the duty-free, duty-free like, yeah. zone in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. called La Zona Franca. Um, what's funny, you want to take a break? I do. All right. Uh 
I can't remember my point, so it's a good time to take a break. Absolutely. We're going to tease forward to more of Abe remembering what his point was, because he said four <laughs> cocktails at this point in time. Five. We're, We're back. Five, five. Oh, five. Uh, five. Sorry. I'm losing track of it myself. Okay. We'll have more with Eric Espinosa right here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. You ever plunk down hard-earned cash for a cigar? You're hoping you just bought yourself a nice drive through taste town. Only discover you're in the slow lane with a clunker. That sucks. Say goodbye to bad rides. Test drive an Alec Bradley cigar today. At Alec Bradley, they get it. Whether we're talking about life or cigars... It's all about the ride. Fuel your soul and experience inspiration with the Aging Room Quattro Series by Rafael Nodal. More than just a master blender, but the inspired composer of four boutique masterpieces for the sophisticated palate of an aficionado. The Aging Room Quattro Series are a perfect core to flavor and aroma and are born from the best tobaccos aged under the expertise of one of the greatest names in cigar making. Truly the perfect notes for a genuine cigar smoking experience. Aging Room Quattro Series. A quartet of excellence. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky-shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, producing small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLECigars.com for more information. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade. A true Drew experience. For hundreds of years, the indigenous people of the Dominican Republic took tobacco and rolled it tightly into palm leaves. These long cylinders of tobacco, called yawa, created different, unique, robust flavors and aromas, and that original Anduyo tobacco is now for the first time featured in La Aurora Dominican DNA. Full-bodied, robust, spicy, and elegant, La Aurora Dominican DNA is a return to the roots of Dominican cigar making that only La Aurora can provide. Enjoy the very DNA of the Dominican cigar industry. Look to the lion, La Aurora Cigars. We are Dominican defined. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva an unbeatable value, and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. 
Ventura Cigar Company is a boutique cigar brand born in sunny Southern California. Ventura Cigar Company is on a mission to create memorable, complex cigar blends that excite the senses and reward discriminating palates. Experience the Cigar Aficionado number 13 Cigar of the Year. The archetype, Axis Mundi. Rise up, step up, look up, fire up, and leave compromise behind with Ventura Cigar Company. Check them out online at VenturaCigar.com. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. <laughs> Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. I'm Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, the man, the myth, Mr. Honest Dave himself. Up. I'm, I, I even got my headset on. I'm the you official bang. count guy. This he's, is... He's banged uh, up. Uh, uh, bloody man number six. Why can you point to my drink? Like, you need more? You need more? need more? You're going to run out of mix. We oh, bought two bottles. Dude, this this microphone's like... This is not a day for this. Like, I, this. Well, um... That's your second one, you wuss. No, it's the third one. Second. That's your second one, you wuss. Yeah, you count. I'm the official drink counter. But anyways, Adam also hasn't been drinking. Anymore. I have two. This is this is two. I'm I want to talk two. about E Dublin. That's what was my point I was going to make. So he sends me his bundle. It's like awesome. Like, dude, this is too good just to sell mm-hmm. as a no name bundle. I said, look, I want to make this like a house bundle, like for us by you. Right. So like, do whatever you want, bro. He like literally, so I literally came up with the name E Double. Yeah, you did. Which is Eric Espinosa, two E's. That's what E Double mm-hmm. means. Double E. And my graphic guys made some focaccia label that we would label them with. With Eric's photo on it. With originally. Eric's photo on it. And it went great. And then he couldn't deliver the cigars anymore. At those prices. <laughs> right. Well, because everything went up. Not even that. You were you were back ordered for a while, even without the prices for a while. And we didn't have him consistently. And then I think they just came back like about yeah, a year yeah, ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got everything back situated. Yeah, and we yeah. made a new label, which right. shows the La Zona factory now. Right. Right. And Edoble's back in business yeah. and, and doing very well. It's one of my most... Honestly, favorite house brand bundles. Look at that. Too strong? He's making Dude, them. He's, he's, he's making them a lot stronger. He's, he's excellent. Everything is blurry now. That's the reason why. Everything. Wow, Maybe you should take bro. the sunglasses off. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, dude, literally. You, you know you're inside, right? <laughs> I, I noticed that the last couple of drinks, they were getting very ferocious. Dude, yeah, dude. He's got to drive me over to, to the uh, Italian market. We can go in my car. I don't know how much better I'm going to be. Uh, <laughs> Uber's making money tonight. <laughs> tonight it's still and, morning. And not to oh, mention, right, you guys are t- doing a big event this evening yeah. right. I at be, 5 wow. o'clock. Oh, is that tonight? That's tonight. That's today. Yes. That's today at 5. Are you going to have time to cook and get down there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. As soon as we get out of here, we go over If we get out of here and buy it, boom, boom, I'm done in 30 minutes. From it takes house. 30 minutes that, to make the penny vodka. No. From my house. From my house, that's got to be at least a forty-five minute drive. Yeah, I'm we, off the turnpike. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, you know they can get right on on Southern on the turnpike. Yeah. Yeah. If, if we get it, if, if we're at your house, like I say, one thirty. Yeah. At two thirty, three o'clock. If we even if we leave at four, you we get four, you'll be yeah, there. In yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah. It'll work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, you guys are doing a big event, and uh, what what are you guys doing tonight for the distinguished ruffians? The distinguished shout ruffians. out to them. Yeah. Yes. So they're having their first ever Rough Oh, and you are like the 
prime candidate. Mm -hmm. What do you mean for first? Well, well yeah, Oktoberfest. No, 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 no. Rufftoberfest. Yes, oh, this is their first ever Rufftoberfest. Yeah, because they normally do a. Uh, they do a corboil. Yeah, I did it last yeah, year. Yeah, Juan won't do any events in my location. He just goes to that <laughs> store and hangs out. And yeah. He won't do the Great Smoke, but he goes out to the Rocky Mountain. Yeah, yeah what's up with that? Can we call him out on that? Yes, call me out on on the Great Smoke thing. It's very pathetic that you're not doing the Great Smoke this year. I agree with you. Maybe there's still a shot. Huh? Maybe there's still a shot he might do. It. You think so? Kevin's yeah. listening. I think, I, we uh, have to make room. I think we're sold out of tables right now. I'll find room for an extra table. You, you, you say you, it right you now. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do some negotiating while we're You know what's funny? And this is the truth, too. I get calls every year for the Great Smoke. And I, I'm telling everybody out there now, if you're listening to the show and you haven't been to one or you've heard of it, this is the year to come. Yes. This is it. This is every four, five, six years, there's a metamorphosis. There's something that makes it go to the next level, whether it be location, event, idea, whatever. This is the metamorphosis year. This themed Great Smoke, this disco theme we got going with the Jaxie Brown, the Roller Derby Girls. And the, the band we hired is called Club 50, uh, Studio 54. I did the negotiation. Oh, you were there? Right. <laughs> I did the negotiation. I talk about right here. Yeah, the yeah. This is going to be one of the most jumping cigar events ever in the country, just because it's so going to be awesomely. Got to wear the right? bell bottoms and all that. You, you can come dressed. Yeah. You can not come dressed. My wife is so excited about this. She's already shopping for a disco outfit. Nice. Wow. She's doing a whole Jackie Brown outfit, right? Oh, really? Nice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, so this is the year to come, right? And I get people that call us. Uh, how much is a booth? We would we'd like to be. And I'm like, I'm sorry, it's by invitation only. I mean, if we're not buying mm -hmm. from you. I'm not going to invite you, right? I mean, we only send so many invitations out because we only have so many booths available. Right. But guys are literally lined up to pay, to pay me. We give away the booths free, right? right? They pay me. They want to come here. And this guy flies all the way out to Colorado yeah, to do an event. Do it, yeah. Doesn't want to do my event. Wow. So, uh, by, the, by the way, that was... I just want to send a big thank you out to you and Bill Ives. Mm -hmm. Bill Ives, if you're watching. Not, now that you and I are having a moment with the Lazona and all that, yes. the Great Smoke was my idea. It was. I, yeah. I, 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 I've given you public credit for that. I've never heard it. Absolutely. Yeah. On this show Tell the many times. I've given uh, you okay. public credit right. for that. Yeah. Like you. I, I haven't like... got a check. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I gave you a million dollar idea last night. We're even. We'll, 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 okay. we'll see how it works. <laughs> but no, yeah. no, Stop whining. It's, it's no lie. Eric, Eric came to me after I had done 10th um, anniversary. 10th anniversary yeah. party. And, and he had, he had put in my head about doing this event. You know, it was before the 10th anniversary party he came to me. Because um, Cigar Aficionado hadn't done a big smoke here in 10 years, 11 years at the time. And he's like, we need to do this. I said, Eric, I love it. And But we, but we did spend like eight months, nine we months. We couldn't find a venue? Couldn't find a venue. And you did it in front of your shop? We, had, we, we, we looked all over. We worked diligently. We kept trying. He would call me up, try this. What is and we couldn't the hard find, rock. We're trying yeah, to get into the hard we rock. We couldn't find a venue that would let us do it. And then I had a 10th anniversary party, which was huge. We had like 800 people there. It was That's great. Gave away a motorcycle. Yeah. No, Harley. Motorcycle. First time, Harley. With the chip in the middle yeah, of the box. The first it was time like I four or five companies. It was four time. companies yeah. involved. It was Camacho, Rocky, yeah. Drew Estate, and Oliva. Right. And we gave away a Harley, my first like right. big giveaway. Yeah. And uh, we had huge people. And I remember, uh, believe it or not, you know, uh, a name who's like, we don't know where he is these days, but Mike Argenti was at the event. And at the after party, he's saying to me, he goes, Dude, I, I've never seen anything like that at JR. It's like maybe only like a JR event. That was insane. How'd you pull that off? Where do you go from there? And the very next morning, I said, you know what? I'm going to take that thing that Eric and I, I'm just going to do it in the front of my store. Yeah. 
right in the courtyard. I didn't even ask for permission. With I all the lizards. With all I, the... Everything. <laughs> yeah. We just did it. And that's how the Great Smoke got started. But I've given you credit for the Great you Smoke. Did, you didn't ask permission to do that? No. You want to hear something funny? Not only did I not get permission to do it the first year, right? We did it literally like in the front courtyard. I remember. Between a Panera mm-hmm. and a Publix. And, and like, between uh, all the uh, all the other trees, stores, and everything. The, yeah. Around the fountain and everything. I mean, and, yeah. and the place was like, it looked like a tornado had just ripped through there when it was done. Yes. And the property manager walks through there. Now, they had just bought the property like two months earlier, right? So he just bought the property, and yeah. he's walking in, and he's seeing this aftermath. Cups. Cigar wrappers, people walking uh, away, parking lot was jammed. You know, the, the first great smoke might have been only maybe, I think, 350, f- three, not even 400 people total. But that was a lot for that front right, courtyard, right? right? Sure. I, mean, and, I think um, even people, like, got turned away because they had to wait in line so long. Cause just that was everything. the second year. Oh, that was the second That's year. That's when we decided we can't do it in the front courtyard right, right, anymore. Right. But um, the funny thing was is that the property manager comes, and he's looking at it, and we got all these 100 posters in the window, and he's like, what the fuck is going on? He said, what do you mean? We, we did the Great Smoke. I said, what the fuck? Did you go the whole shot? I said, yeah, dude, I got permission for this like eight months ago from the from the landlord before. They, right. they didn't tell you? Oh, it's so funny. That's awesome. Oh, good. But, yeah, but, but yeah. he went with it, and he, he said, and I said, look, ask everybody, because everybody did good business that day. Right. That was one of Starbucks. There was right. a Starbucks. Yeah. Me. They rang up wow. the most business they yeah. did the whole day of the year. Yeah. Oh, wow. The Panera, the same thing. The Stone, I, stone dude, Cold. Yeah, the Creamery. Uh, stone yeah, cold. Yeah. So all these guys, I had 400 people there for four hours, and then they all hung around afterwards, right, eating and drinking still. Right. Absolutely. So because we didn't have after parties back then. We just, that was it. It was a four-hour event, five-hour event. So he actually, that man, probably became a big promoter every year and helped me Paved the way right, to keep right, making right, it bigger yeah. and bigger. Yeah. Then you went to the side. Then we, the yeah, shop, after right. year two, we took yeah. over like the whole side of the complex. Yeah, yeah. We, sh- we shut it down the night yeah. before, and then we outgrew that. Went to the German club and outgrew that. And now we're at the South Florida Fairgrounds. Nice. I don't think we can ever outgrow that. So we're very, very happy. To Knock be on wood. Yeah, we're you very happy. Uh, they hold a couple hundred thousand people there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big. It's a big property. We can always add extra things on. Yeah, it's a big property. Yeah. Many, many buildings. Yeah, you may, may. You might have to add one more table for one. We don't know <laughs> why. See if they got space. Yeah, well, we're gonna make you, this happen. Would you? Do you want to discuss the patheticness of this this, this decision? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we got Absolutely, you. Absolutely, yeah. he's drinking, bro. How this is, is it? Don't do that, bro. How is it? How is it becomes economically? How does it become economically feasible for you guys to fly out and do all this stuff in Colorado, but you refuse to do your buddy who gave you like one of your first cracks down here in Florida? CBD, Kevin Bill. Uh, oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Kevin it's a CBD? CBD in give Colorado. Give it to Adam, by the way. Adam yeah, I'll give it to Adam, but answer my question. How is it you're not doing the great smoke? Don't answer. Uh, as your attorney, <laughs> <laughs> as your counselor, do not answer that question. <laughs> I'm the personality. I'm not, I'm not the do not guy. answer that question. <laughs> I'm just curious. I, I want to be there, though. Well, you could always come as a I'm, guest. Either, I'd let you in. I'll tell you right now. We would let you in. Either way. I'm, I'm, I would tell my guys in the game, you see anybody who comes like, looks like a wolf man, we're, we're, real scruffy, just let him in. Don't you have to be there. We're, we're, do, we're doing the event on Thursday. Either way. He's I'm, not doing the event. No. I'm, He's oh. not even in the Great it, Smoke. Oh, okay, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. I'm going to be here. I'm going to work his booth. I'll work your booth while you talk to the people. I'll, I'll you know, I'll give us cigars. Just so, just so you know, booth, I'm, I'm going to tell everybody that protocol cigars are, are normal cost plus twenty percent that day. I'm going to make sure that nobody buys any protocol cigars that day. Just so you know, no discount. I like it. No discount. We're going to charge a premium. Exactly. Twenty percent more than normal. Charge Eric, extra. Eric's making a face. Bro, this, this is a... you loaded this, bro. This is a bomb. No, it's not. I made yours light, actually. No, you didn't, bro. It's a bomb. Adam, how's yours? Uh, I haven't gotten there yet. I'm still... I need a... I need a, I need a 
I, I spoon in here or something, or yeah, or just something to. Basically, I got to get the mix going right. Get, get the remote control. Yeah, that's definitely a great thing I want to stick in my yeah, cocktail. Yeah. I can't even keep up with the comments on social media. I've already had way too many drinks. So somebody wanted to know, is any new cigars in the works? Yes. Like what? Project I'm doing. Ronnie Haitian is on. Oh, we're in trouble. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, it's a project I'm doing. With a, it's a retailer project or yeah. store pro- I mean, your project? No, it's a project. Uh, it's a collaboration I'm doing. With another retailer? No, no, with, with another company. Oh, with another manufacturer? Yeah, another manufacturer. Right. Can you Is his name A.J. Fernandez? No. Can you explain this to me? What do you want to know? Because I, I think I've talked about it shows. I don't understand the manufacturer-to-manufacturer collaboration. There's no money uh, okay. in it. Okay. I don't know there's no money. It no, just makes no not. sense. Yes, it does. It makes perfect okay, sense. Okay, explain to me. Please. Okay. You got, um, you got Led Zeppelin's coming back, correct? And it might sell out. He went to music. Okay, go ahead. Now, I'm, can I'm you imagine Les Zeppelin with Pink Floyd? Okay, and they come out with an album. Invalid argument. Stop. Thank stop you. Stop and think about it. Okay, let me just, before you go any further, stop okay. right there. That sounds terrible. If, if Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd make an album, that means Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd are all playing music together. Yes. So all their talents are being used. Yes. When you guys collaborate and one dude's making a cigar in his factory and his people, no. what are you doing? No, we the, the cigars being made in Arizona, and they got me a wrapper that I wasn't okay, able to get. So let me just, just okay, okay. I got to stop you along the way because right. you got to explain this to me. I, okay. I, I got I got to put the chisels in your theory as you say them. I'm ready. Then why isn't that you just bought tobacco and you're making cigars? Because, why is it collaboration? You buy tobacco every day. Abe, listen. Okay, do you buy Today, from, do you buy from every company? You don't. No. Okay. Because we have limited retail now, space. But if I decide to buy with a new company, like, say, Protocol Cigars, who don't want to support oh, don't the wanna, smoke, <laughs> don't yeah. See, right. I decide to try them. It's not a collaboration. I'm just buying cigars from a uh, new company. And that's fine. It's going to open up. It opens some doors for me I get and it, for but them. why are you guys... All, it's not you. It's everybody. No, why I understand. are they calling it collaboration? I don't see the collaboration part, right? Like... It, if, it, it is. It is because... You just we, bought tobacco from somebody. No, man. It, it's a lot more than that. It's, it's a lot you, more uh, than that. It might not make sense. No, Abe, it's Look not him, just... Look he's so drunk, you don't know it, what to it's say. It's not just tobacco. <laughs> it's not just tobacco. So tell me what... It's building it, putting it together. Your people are doing that. Okay. No, we are doing it as a team. We're doing it as a team. Oh, so he's sending you people from his factory? Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Get out of here. I swear on my life. I'm calling bullshit. You can call bullshit Hold all on. you want. Forget the collaborator guy in another factory is sending his employees to work in your factory? No, no, no. Not work in my factory. So what are they doing? They, they brought over. We smoked it together. His guy's in the factory. We made some cigars. Okay. okay. So because you got we your opinion, it. now they're collaborators. I just think the word collaboration is just getting abused in this industry. I don't think... What word would you prefer? What's your definition of a collaboration? That ain't it. No, but what's yours? Listen to me. A collaboration, by definition, is two people working together toward a common goal, but buying tobacco is not working together. Listen, you know me. You know me. Buying tobacco from somebody is not working together, right? You want to know what collaboration is? He gave him tobacco. No. Listen to me. I'm telling you, this is what a collaboration First is. First of all, they didn't give it to me. No, but I'm saying, they give him tobacco. No. They roll it together. They sell it together. They split profits together. For me, that's collaboration. Them blending it together. We wanted it to taste like this. And it's, it's but but it was all the above. Everything you said we were doing. Everything you said we're doing. What were the four things you just said? Okay. So you, this is not your brand. Yes. 
Do you split profits with selling the brand? We're both making profits. No. I'm talking about from the final sale, the final profit. It, 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 it's almost the he, same amount. That's not. Do you, you see the dancing bullshit? He's it's doing not right a now? dancing. No, you're saying it's the same amount because he's making his profit selling you the tobacco. No, he gets no profit. Your collaborator making no money on the sale of the final product. Correct. That's all your product. That's all your money. He, he's making money. Watch he, He's not making money on the. You see this, right? Yes, yes. You see the dance he's he doing. Would have sold the, he was going to sell the tobacco no matter what. No. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen. Final product called Project E. Right. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? That's your collaborative cigar. Mm-hmm. When you sell me a box at wholesale, $100 a box, Project E, you get that $100 from me, right? No, they will. No, no. I'm paying okay, it to right, your company, right? So, right? Yes. When you collect that hundred dollar check from me, you deposit it in your bank. Right? Are you taking any of that money and giving it to your collaborator? No, no. It's not a collaboration. The collaboration was done before that. No, you just bought tobacco. Oh, because That's you don't. Oh, be, you because did. you don't sell it. No, and, you and, just and, bought tobacco. So what, how what, is that different than when you buy tobacco from anybody else? What word? I'll tell you why. Because when I buy tobacco with somebody else, yeah, I go and I buy it. I sort it out. I buy it. And I come bring it back to my factory and I. And, and I make the cigars. So tell me what was different. When you bought this tobacco from this collaborator, yes. what did you do differently? I'm going to tell you. Yeah, I, tell I, me. I, we went, and we went places that we've never been to. As far as... Oh, so you up. held hands and took a trip together? No. No, what as, did you do? The tobacco. Ah, we did you say tobacco, no, There's huh? tobacco I couldn't get. Okay. That doesn't make a difference. I understand. You just bought tobacco. I, yes. Explain to me the difference of just we buying worked, tobacco. We worked on it together, Justin and I. What's and, and working on? Don't mention it. You're giving it away. Don't no, mention that's me. fine. I, we know don't, the Don't mention anything. But it seems, what did you work on together other than you buying tobacco? If you consider working together that he showed you some tobacco you couldn't get, you said, oh, I like it. You wrote him a check and had that tobacco shipped to your factory. That's not working together, dude. That's called buying tobacco. It's, it's not, bro, because let me tell you the <laughs> Did he difference. have like a say on what we put, like? We, or, we, we put blend? the binders and fillers, and they put the wrapper, okay? And we put this together. What do you mean they put the wrapper? Are you saying that? The, the cigar gets constructed in a different location? No. See, they, your words are mincing. No, they're not. They're, they're not, because it was a lot of effort <laughs> into doing this. It really was. It was the... You know, if if you could come up with another word and you might not like collaboration, well, I'm good with it. You know, let's, <laughs> let's come up with another oh, word. Oh, I'm saying, I mean, I'm trying to understand the process as uh, to why it's a collaboration. Because so far, all you've managed to tell me in the last 20 minutes of your mumbling is that you just bought tobacco from somebody. You haven't told you're, me You're looking at it that way. I don't look at it that way. What do you mean? I I'm, don't. I'm looking at it the I, way I, it I is. I don't. Wait. Did, did you go pick out tobacco? Hey, okay. Wait, did you go pick out tobacco? Listen. Did you cut him a check? Yes. Did he ship you product? No, no, yes. So explain to me how that's not buying tobacco. When we did the food, food bar yes. for you, okay? We yes. did the food bar for you. I sent you samples, correct? Correct. It was your choice on picking the blend that you wanted. Yes. I didn't pick the blend. It's something that correct. you... You had an input into that, yes. right? Okay. Is that, in, is that different than if I make my own? I'm making it for you. You had your input in it. Right? Did they have input in it? Of course. What input did they have? Everything. I mean, between the rappers, the bike. So we, we smoked a bunch. It's no, it's our blend. Well, you said they did everything. It's, no, we did everything together. Okay. It's our blend. <laughs> I gotta it's our blend. Get, I gotta I'm not gonna fold. I gotta begin the rope. No, you so don't. Like, I don't fold, brother. <laughs> you had some I'm more bloody marys. He'd be answering. I'm not brother. gonna fold. Okay, right. so I just want. Just, let me just say. So after you bought the tobacco, right? 
when you were there buying it, you sat there and you guys smoked it and tried it, right? Whatever, and then you you made the decisions there that day. And we made the decision together. Yes, on what you did. Then you took all that tobacco and made it in your factory. Yes, and that becomes a collaboration. Because I, I need some of your listeners to help me come up with another word other than no, collaboration. Yeah, uh, uh, he doesn't Colin like would like to say tag team. teamwork. A, a teamwork. Tag team. Tag team. Working uh, together. The, the ultimate, what was the Warriors? The, the ultimate Warriors. <laughs> no, the rest of the, the Warriors. The, power, they the Road the, Warriors. The Road Warriors. But, but listen to me. Warriors. You know, they went to my high school, by the way. Did really? they? Yeah, they did. That's amazing. Um, so listen, because this is, this is, because here's the thing, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. You don't think that happens typically sometimes with people who buy tobacco from good people and they have a relationship where they'll smoke stuff. Hey, try this. Eric, try this. We got this. And they, they, what do you think? I'm thinking about. And they have these. In, in our business? I'm asking. No, that shit don't. That doesn't happen in our business. Really? No, no. Everybody. You know how much egos there is in this business, bro? And I'm one of the few guys that don't have one. So do you feel. <laughs> it's the truth. So let me ask you this question. Whoever you bought tobacco from. If you wanted their input and advice, say, hey, I was thinking about using this binder. What do you think? And when you, wouldn't they have just given it to you? A lot of people don't do that. But wouldn't they? Because typically a lot of people pro- do. Pro- probably not. No, nobody does. Eh? What are you talking about? As far as the blend and all that goes? If you wanted, I know guys who blended, who said they've talked with other blenders and they ran ideas by them and they, they have this interaction. That's bullshit. I, I'm I'm calling you out. That's bullshit. I'm not calling you out. I'm telling you listen, what I Listen, if, if you know that. Listen, the colonel never revealed his 11 herbs and spices. You you, you don't know know that. Okay, 13 herbs and spices, not, just to be clever. Listen to me. Yes. Yeah, it's 13. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. When did it go up? Hold on. Let's talk about this. This is <laughs> <Okay>. important. <laughs> when did it change from 11 to 13? It's always been 13. It's always been 13? Yeah. Well, make me another drink. <laughs> he needs to top off At that with 13, a little bit more 13. of the uh, no, wait, Bloody Mary mix there. Listen. So listen. Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Tell you what. Courtesy of a seven. Take a break. I'm going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll see if we can get to the bottom of what a collaboration is. And maybe we'll talk to Mr. William Cooper. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hi, this is Nish Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. I want to introduce you guys out to our Old World Reserve Corojo made in a Honduran facility. What a beautiful medium-bodied cigar. When you light it up, it's got a gorgeous white ash, and you get that sweetness from that delicious Corojo wrapper, a little bit of spice, and a lot of nuttiness. Go to your local brick and mortar, check out the Old World Reserve Corojo. You will not be disappointed. Again, what a delicious cigar. A Toscano cigar is the perfect combination of American and Italian craftsmanship. Made with American and Italian dark-fired cured tobacco, Toscano cigars are produced by hand by the cigar rollers of Luca, Italy. Smoking a Toscano helps you escape from the real world for those few perfect minutes, like when you're sitting at home on a terrace after a long day's work pondering life and how beautiful things are. A Toscano cigar can take you back through over 200 years of history and elegance. There's only one Toscano. Available worldwide, Toscano is now available at your local premium cigar retailer. Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. Smoking a cigar is all part of the experience. For me, there's nothing better than gathering with friends after an amazing steak dinner and smoking my GC Signature Series paired with a fine glass of scotch. Good conversation and a few laughs is always better when smoking Christoph. Start enriching your downtime. Go to Christoph.com and click on the Discover Your Christoph tab to find the Christoph cigars that are right for you. Upgrade your downtime with Christoph. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and its master ligador, Steve Saka, is crafting the very finest cigars available today. One such brand is his Todos los Dias. 
This liga is very smooth with taste of dark chocolate and figs with a nice sweet chili pepper that escalates in warmth as you smoke it. On the palate, it feels like a medium-bodied smoke, but it's lying to you, as the cigar is quite strong. From the first puff, there's no doubt of the origin of Todos Los Dias, or that it's intended solely for the seasoned cigar smoker. Viva Nicaragua! With over 20 years in the cigar industry, Eric Espinoza has done it all. He began in retail, became a sales manager, developed and owns his own brands, and today is internationally known as a manufacturer of top quality premium cigars. Nothing gives Eric more pleasure than to be able to make his own cigars for consumers worldwide to enjoy. Experience cigars made in the Espinoza way. La Ranja Reserva, Murcielago, 601 and Espinosa Habano in Connecticut. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral? That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rickloose cigar. You're going to need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rickloose. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rickloose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game, and, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rickloose cigar and do it today. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangro or Maduro. Great and fun times are always made better with great food. Come experience a new menu by Rum Shack at the world-famous Spearmint Rhino in West Palm Beach. Featuring exciting new and delicious offerings. Experience their one-pound New York Strip Steak Special for just under $15 daily until 10 p.m. Enjoy a fine lunch without breaking your wallet every Tuesday and Saturday from their $7 lunch menu. No matter the time or day, the kitchen is open till close at Spearmint Rhino, West Palm Beach. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. This is a, this is actually a really good good looking product. So so how what 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 um I have no question. What was that? Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Is that a sound bite making fun yes. of me, Colin. Wow. At, at two brute. Uh, All I want to say. I also have it as awesome. a ringtone. How awesome has this show been without Paul? Uh, pretty great. I haven't heard you hear that whiny, squeaky voice for the last hour and a half. It's been brilliant. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Maybe we should have a wedding every weekend. Like next weekend, I, I, and he'll also have another I, wedding to I'm go to. I'm just saying, maybe it's not about you know, the best that we can afford. Maybe we just don't need them. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, I'm Adam K. The Brewmeister. This is KMA I, Talk Radio. I know he's listening. <laughs> this is episode 355. Uh, we hope he you're tells, enjoying today. He texts me, what do you want to talk about? I said hookers and cocaine. <laughs> wow. And that's probably what he said. Wow. And he said, can we do, talk about something else? <laughs> no, of course not. Why would we do that? That doesn't seem like a good idea. Anyway, if you missed any part of the show, make sure you check out the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page uh, where you can go hit all the highlights, and it'll be up on iTunes on is Monday. Is on the phone? He is. Get him on the phone. Maybe, I was maybe, about, he, maybe he can put his input in on what a I was about to is. intro him right here with Mr. Uh, William Cooper. Hey, 
What's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Coopaloop, what is happening today and uh, what is going on in the news with you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, guys. We're just here having a couple of cocktails, having a lovely time. Coop in the house. I just heard the question about collaboration. I'm mm-hmm. going to give my, my take on this. Excellent. Um, Keep using that I look word. at the whole project from start to finish, and I look at the, the principles involved in that whole project, from developing the concept to taking this thing out on the road and selling it. And they're involved intricately with the, each of the steps along the way. That's, that's my definition okay. of I, collaboration. I'm in 100% agreement with you, Cooper. Let me ask something. In the real world, I don't give a shit what anybody in this room is currently going to say how often do you think that that happens like that it's very little exactly it's very little because i'm going to tell you what here's the bottom line i love you brother but i don't care what you tell me i know how business is and they call me honestly for a reason you at the end of the day hold the bag right that dude whoever it is that sold you the tobacco and you collaborated with right sold you his tobacco it's done you paid him right he made his money now, it's your job to go out and sell the final product. And if you don't, who doesn't make money? Th- th- who doesn't make that's money? That's where you're wrong. No, no, wait. If you don't sell the final product, I'm wrong, you don't make money, right? They, I don't have to sell the final product. They're selling it. Okay, in this situation, so the roles are reversed. What's the difference? But let's just say in the collaboration, you're making the cigar and you're selling it, right? Right. If you don't sell that's it. That's different. That's not a collaboration. Okay. I'm making it for them. They're selling it. Okay. Wait. So, <laughs> that's not what he said in the last segment. That's not what he might. He didn't let me talk. No, he bought tobacco. <laughs> you bought tobacco. So, so I think Ronnie Hasha, as much as I don't like to agree with him, because I can never understand what he said. I, I never. Ronnie's got, a nice guy. He's a great guy. I just never got the Ronnie Hasha Dakota ring, so I can right. never. I can't understand right. half right. his posts. Right. But what? Exactly. But um, it's all it does is just adding margin all the way around. But l- l- let me just get this straight. Ex ex collaborator, you buy tobacco from him, mm-hmm. so you've paid him. He's made his money on tobacco. Right. At this point, if nothing else ever happens, he made money selling tobacco. Yes. Okay. Now you've got tobacco. You roll at the cost of your own labor. Right. Final product. Yes. Then you sell final product back to them. Back to them. Yes. Now they're stuck with it, and if they don't sell it, they're sitting on that final product and eating it. Yes. That's not a collaboration. Uh, okay, so hold on. Unless we sell all of it, it's not a collaboration. If we wait, sell it out, it's a collaboration. Hold, hold on. I think I have a... a That's a, just like buying and selling. You lost me a hello. I, have a, I think I have a better way to go with hello? this. Hello? How is that any different than what you do with Juan? It's it's a big difference. How? Be, because... Oh, he's stuck oh, now. I, I, I'm not he's buying against anything. against the room. No. He's in no. the corner. He's no. against the room. No. How is that any it, it, different it, it, than what not. you do with Juan? Let's hear this. Because the the tobacco that we go buy, mm-hmm. okay, he didn't buy it from Juan. That's different. That okay, so obviously you this, didn't buy the tobacco there's, from there's, Juan. There's stuff that I can't get, okay. Obviously, right. Okay, so whether you can get stuff or not doesn't equate into a collaboration. <laughs> you keep saying I, that, and, and no difference. But that doesn't and, make and, a collaboration. And there's no difference if you whether you sell them all or not. It, it, because you not just buy tobacco. What I'm saying is, I like. We I worked like, on it together very hard. I, I, I like. I like. I like Coop's definition. Because here's the bottom line, though. Is Coop still there? We like it more. Yeah, man. <laughs> like and, 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 you know, here's the bottom line. I'm, I'm going to get off hope. this topic because we beat this horse down oh, already. Yeah. To death. But, but here's my bottom line, and this is my point. 
in this scenario, they're selling the frock product. But it was the yes. other way around. Just let's just say hypothetically, right. this collaboration is just a mirror image, and it's mm-hmm. the other way around, and you're stuck with the final product. Right. Right? Yeah. So you know that if you're making 5,000 boxes of something, right, and if you don't get into consumers, you're caught left holding I, the bag. Correct. Okay. So that I put being, myself in a bad spot. That being said, right. this is what I'm going to say, and I'm going to end it. If in your collaboration process there's something that you absolutely say, fuck no, that sucks. I'm not going to make that. You're not going to make it because you know you're going to hold the final bag. And at the end of the day, you got the final say in what's going to happen because you wouldn't make something that you feel like you got the, you're going to hold the final bag on. That is correct. Not a collaboration. No, you're wrong. Anyway, I could dude, be wrong, but the other guy feels the same way that I do. The other guy need his money. No, it's not about money. It's not. Not everything's about money. Oh, where's Ronnie? Get him on the phone. It's not about money now. <laughs> Call him. Everything Why? It's not about money, right? About no. So, Ron, when he makes you not, cigars not this, and you don't pay the no. bills, remind him. Eric, hey, I thought this hey, was not about listen, money. Can, can, let me. Let me. I recorded that soundbite. <laughs> it's not about money. Listen, I'm gonna have some bros to it, bro, bro, bro. bro, bro. I'll, I'll have Colin send it to you. You can make it a ringtone. I don't want to take away from Coop, but we'll get into it. In We're going to go long. This we'll show's going long. All right, go ahead. I don't want to get it. Well, Record that one. Have it on. Don't mess up my pen. It's not about money. I think it's uh, no, not this. This project here is not about money. It isn't. It's about opening up doors. See, you just lost me now. because now, Opening now, up doors. No, what I'm saying has okay. nothing to do with, with Okay, You know what that's like? But, but, it's opening up doors, which leads to what? More money. Exactly. Thank Correct. You. It's always about money. This that, the, the, that's my favorite expression. It's not about the money. The it's star. about the money. It's always about the money. Well, then, uh, but not this. Go. Is he not kind of no, no, no. This project here is about open That's an oxymoron. It's for future money. No, it's not. That's okay. still money. It's, yes, but <laughs> it's about the money. Hey, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Okay, let me ask you something. Have you ever bought product from a friend just because you like them? You know it's not going to sell. Okay, you're going to break even because you know you're going to put it out. And you're going to sell it and take the bands off or whatever. But you've done favors for people before. Yes, I have. You know you're not going to make any money with that product. Okay. I but have. you buy it. Okay. Wh- wh- why? Why? Why are you doing it? But this is different. You're helping somebody out because the kindness of your heart. But you just said long about term, future money. Lo- of course. Well, if his it's shit didn't sell the door. first time, it's not going to sell a second time. So I don't have a future you, investiture with that you scenario. You haven't let me talk yet. You haven't let me tell you <laughs> why your this shit about. don't make sense. It does. Okay. It makes perfect sense. Go ahead. All right. So. Let's go with Coop, and then we'll come back. <laughs> back. No, I so, what uh, I'll tell you. So, so Coop, uh, do you have any further thoughts, hopefully not, on this topic? Uh I don't Let, know if I could top this. Topic. Listen, Coop, Coop. Realistically, now, if you're the judge and you got the bout card, right? Who's mm-hmm. ahead in points here in this debate? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric, I love you, but but Abe, Abe, I'm putting Abe right now ahead on this one. Yeah, he pays you also being on the show. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Oofa. Coop doesn't make a dime on this show. We, it's not about the money. Coop, yes. Coop, it's not about the money. Me, With Coop, it's really Abe, not about the in money. In fairness to me, Abe has not let me speak about it. He's always okay. he's always interrupted me because when he, you he say doesn't something tell me it doesn't make sense. I have to stop I, you. I, you haven't let me. You haven't fake news. You haven't allowed me to speak my mind on it. <laughs> I don't even think he knows what his mind is at this point. I agree. This. Two seconds. Two seconds. Five. Two seconds. Go. go. The collaboration Done. is, is with, ju- with, with Justin Andrews and General Cigar. Okay, they have outlets. They have stores that does not buy my product. Yes, we have shops. That doesn't buy their product. Yes. Okay. By making a collaboration, it would open up doors for me, 
and it'll open up doors for them. I 100% agree with that statement. Okay, and, and, that, and but, that's why we're doing this project. I understand, but I don't consider that the, the cigar, how the process and you guys are making a brand is a collaboration. Then this You're change the word. Let's change the word from collaboration to what? Team I don't word? know. Uh, I don't what do you want to use? Team? I, I like tag team? Tag team? Yeah. I like tag team. The Roll Warriors? What do you but want to call it? For me, that's not a collaboration. All right. Can, it, can somebody the, find a, uh, the definition the word, of collaboration, please? The word, somebody get a thesis Yeah, find out the, 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 get the thesaurus. Now, 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 what you are doing is collaborating with General Cigars. Yes. I agree. And Justin But Andrew, the project, sure. this, this thing that this trend this industry is using mm-hmm. where they're making uh, brands. How do you spell the thor- <laughs> Collaborating? <laughs> I just think it's... I think it's becoming a hot word and it's getting abused. That's just all. That's, That's my okay. opinion. All right. Gotcha. How many how many boxes do you want? Eh? None. <laughs> no. All right, Coop. Sorry, we Coop. What's going on in the news this week? Is we have completely steamrolled this episode. No, no, it's all right. Um, actually, it's good. It's a, a little bit of a quiet week, but there was a big piece of news out of California this week, and um, I think people should pay more attention to this one. Is um, Los Angeles County, uh, which is the largest county in the population in the U.S has banned flavored tobacco. So that is going to go into effect as of the end of the month. And if folks are not paying attention, if you're a retailer, you just lost a good chunk of your business out there um, if you're selling flavored tobacco. Wow. Can, can I ask you a question? I don't know if you know the answer. I'll be, like, honestly, uber impressed if you mm-hmm. do. Are menthol cigarettes going to be banned out there? Yes, is what I've been told. Really? Oh, I'm sorry. Is, uh, let me do, I, I don't know the answer to that because <laughs> I followed this from the cigar piece. That's what I'd be interested in because the last, yeah, time the, flavor, uh, yeah. the last time flavors were banned. Yeah, they didn't. They, they didn't, didn't ban menthol cigarettes. Menthol is not it's considered a, a flavor. Yeah, and that's some bullshit. Of course it's bullshit. That's some bullshit. <laughs> and the fact that Americans keep letting shit like this happen is just crap. You have been, they you put me out of business. flavors, ban menthol. Yeah. But you want to know what? The I mean, people, that was the whole debate with that, yeah. The, the people pushing this kind of laws... This kind of litigation are those people. It's the cigarette people, and they, they get exemptions for their crap, and they're trying to ma- man manhandle the industry to their yeah. whim. They donate a lot of money to and, it. And the American people are just eating it up. I saw a woman. So, Abe, yeah, yeah, according to the reports I'm, I'm just looking at here, some of the sources, they saying it's e-cigarettes, chewing tobacco, and menthol cigarettes um, are part of that. My guess is that's not going to hold up because mental has been a debate for years. Yeah, man. People are just getting stupid. What, whatever happened yeah. to well, freedom of just choice? Sidebar. Uh, Colin, our crack researcher, found what? the definition of collaboration, and surprisingly it says opening doors. <laughs> there you go. So thank you, Colin, for that. And on that note, I just looked through the thought, the thought, the thought. The Thoris. Are you still here? I'm still here. Listen, the Thor- Thoris says partnership, <laughs> What's the teamwork, sorry? I don't know, alliance, <laughs> joint effort, or working together, if you don't like the word collaboration. How's that? The, the, well, let me ask a question that. on the collaboration, because it's going to lead into the next news story anyway. It's never going away. Tatawahe makes their cigars at my father's cigars. Are they collaborating with the Garcias? Is Pete like collaborating with the Garcias? Is that a collaboration? That's like saying Juan and, and Eric and I collaborating. We're not collaborating. It's the same thing, right? Okay, here's my point. I think the word is getting butchered. I think it's getting overused for situations that aren't really real because at what point is it different than Juan? Do you feel like you collaborate with Eric? But but technically, according to this current definition, it is a collaboration, correct? Correct. So I just think the word's getting abused, and it's becoming a hot word because 
for whatever reason, for the dual marketing purposes or whatever, they're saying, oh, we could just attach two names, two great names to this brand instead of one, right? And they want to call it a collaboration. So, yeah, I mean, in, in essence, it could be, it might not be, but I don't understand where the lines are drawn. I just think it's getting, I just think it's becoming a marketing hot term. That's all. Anyways, what's the next news story that leads yeah, from that off. story, Coop? Okay, uh, the it's it's uh, Halloween season's coming up. The end of the month is Halloween, mm-hmm. and um, that means the Tatooine monsters are going to be hitting the stores. So uh, this year there are two monsters that are being released in the month. Uh, yeah, there was an unlucky two, 26 yeah, this year, right? Yes, the 26 retailers getting the dress boxes. Um, and they're going to be the Chuck and the Tiff, which are two monsters that have been released in the um, Pudgy Monsters and Skinny Monsters series, but never as a full-size monster. So they're both getting released this year um, in in the same blend, um, and you can expect to, like I said, be a little frenzy if you're going to try to get one of those dress boxes. There'll be 26 retailers getting both of those cigars, and then it'll be opened up to other retailers getting the undressed boxes. Uh, if you're interested in the cigar, it's it's a Toro size five and seven eighths by fifty two. So I just want to be cigar. clear that whether it's the Tiff or the Chuck, it's the exact same cigar. The yeah, the Chuck is a Habano blend and the Tiff is a Connecticut blend. Oh, so it's not the same cigar. They're two different. They're not cigars. the same cigar. They're different cigars, but they're the same as the uh, blends. The original those Pudgy samples. Monster blends. You mean? Yeah. Got it. Got it. Is this the first year that he went up from 13 to 26 because of the two? Yes. Blends? No, that's okay. Abe's. Is that mine? Yep, that's you. Don't be, I don't, yeah. I'm not drinking after Adam, so don't be screwing up the cup. I'm sure. That, no, no, no. no, no that's, Adam, this is no, you stick in it. You that's know. Abe. There's a stick in the other one, too, because I passed mine secondly. So that's right. definitely Abe's. Okay. You were work, you've been working on that first. <laughs> that's important, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, I can't, Sorry, Coop. I can't drink from this straw, just in case. Are these clean? Are these clean over here? Is Coop, uh, the, is Coop, the, the, is Coop the, still there? The bottom one is. The yep. top one is not. Coop, these yeah. guys. Are How are you so attentive to everything going on? That's impressive, Adam. Adam, that's very because, impressive. Because which is the clean straws? Yes, I'm just trying to do my best to make sure we do a quality show here. Uh, so what else do we got, Coop? Um. The, the big news out of Imperial, which is the parent company of Altidus, mm-hmm. um, is that their CEO, Allison Cooper, no relation, is stepping down. Um, and there are signs that we're hearing that this announcement of the divestiture, which Imperial is selling off um, Altidus and the associated brands, um, there's a lot of signs that this is going to happen in the next few weeks mm-hmm. because they're expecting to deliver the revenue back to the business for this divestiture by May of next year. So a lot of people are saying, based on that, and um, it's going to take a while for regulatory approval. We, we, we may be hearing about this. Who's going to get all to this very soon? And who, do you have any idea who's going to be cool? See, that was my next question: is you seem to be king of the rumor mill, or even though you're teaser free, rumor free, have you heard any rumors at all about what might be going on? I, I honestly think no one knows what's going on with it right now. Um, I think there was like uh, there was a bunch of garbage going around at Inner Tobacco that something was going to be announced that couldn't be uh, substantiated. I mean, I think people are hearing that there are a lot of foreign groups that are bidding for this right now. I couldn't tell you who's got the edge or who's in there right now, but if you want to go, quote-unquote, the rumor mill, uh, China and, and a group out of Dubai have been names that have been thrown out, but I don't think there's anyone's got legs to these right now. Hmm. If anybody knows, you will, Coop. <laughs> Someone will tell me that the day or four before, and then, but then it will be given to Cigar Aficionado. Then That's you usually call, what happens. Then you call and tell Charlie Minato? <laughs> ah. You can't Taco say, say anything to anyone because we got to wait for Aficionado to print it. That, that's what will happen. 
By the way, we have an Ask KMA question. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's for Eric Espinosa. Yeah. Um, how much did Bill Ives pay you to babysit Juan Canso? <laughs> Not enough. True question. Yeah. True question. I know they know them well. By Quincy Coordination. Why is Juan not going to the Great Smoke? I, he's I missed a wussy. that part. Juan's not going to the Great Smoke? He, he's going. He's a wussy. He's going. I'm, listen to me. I'm riding him really hard on this just so, so when they finally break down and say, you know what? We really should be there. I'm going to say, sold out, bitches. Sorry. <laughs> we love a party more than anybody. And honestly, this is a five-day party. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying you have to have a booth there, but you have to be there if will, you want to be I, part I, of the party. I, I, oh, you're going to miss this first. party. You've heard it here first. I will be here regardless, but I want to be there with a booth. I'll be there ah. regardless. <laughs> like we'd let your ass in. With a booth and a bottle of maple. I got, I got oh, pictures yeah. of you up at the gate so they don't let you in. They're going to be looking at <laughs> you. I'm going to get extra security. I'm going to come out here and shave. Hey, listen. Since we're drinking, I got a great story from Coop. Coop. You know, I okay. love you, but I got to say this story. You could, you could, uh, I think story. you've told this story it's before. But I don't think I've told this story. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, Stop the presses. Eric Espinosa has told the story before? No way. No. Listen. It was the first time live on national radio. I don't think I've said So I don't know if I've said it or not, but you got different listeners. So we're, we're, we're going to Nicaragua. Uh, Coop, Juan, I think Eric from Dojo, a bunch of guys going down there. And uh, Coop puts me over the side and tells me, hey, hey uh, Eric, um, you know this one guy. He likes to drink a lot. I'm not a big drinker, you know. And I said, listen, Coop, you're with me. Don't ever do anything you don't want to do. Don't worry about one. I got one under control. Don't drink. Don't worry about him. If you feel he's forcing you to drink, come get me, and, and I'll bitch slap him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so Coop says, all right, thanks, Eric. So we get down to Nicaragua, where AJ's place. I see Coop got a little drink in his hand, you know. He's sipping in and uh, has another drink, and he gets up in the middle of everybody. Hey, Juan, how about a shot? <laughs> <laughs> True story. And now, and now we're like best buds, right? Yeah. We, we text right. each other, we talk all the time. But and then he went to bed after the shot. He, he, he did. But I had to sneak away to go to bed because <laughs> yeah. I was worried they were going to start banging on my door at yeah. like 3 and in the morning. Chant, wake I up, Coop. Yeah. Yeah. That's when that chant started. I guess. I guess. Well, you were scared at first. You were scared of me, right, Cooper? First. Oh, I, well, I was like, geez, I don't know about this. I don't know if I can hang with this one. I mean, these <laughs> these guys were going heavy already. Like Juan's going now, but picture the five or six of these guys going heavy already. I just gotta say this because it's Jack Tarania, but he posted Eric with the knockout. When did you knock me out in this conversation? I don't know. Yeah, he's such a dreamer. I actually texted that. He said, "You're such a dreamer." He, he typed. He put in the thing. Eric with the knockout. But he, knockout. He 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 works that, with that, us. See, there's a guy who you paid. Listen, <laughs> listen. He works with us, bro. What are you gonna say? You know? Eric with the knockout. What are you gonna say? You won. I your mean, son did come to your defense, though, but very eloquently and respectfully. What did he what say? He just said it, it, something about defining a collaboration. It made sense. There was nothing wrong with it. Uh, but Eric with the knockout. I don't know what he was listening to. I don't. Uh, he might have meant Junior with that. Maybe. Mm. No, yeah, he's, he's, no, uh, because yeah. Junior's wasn't that like. No, my son's in the boxing, bro. He's talking about it. He knocked somebody no, out. Good they, cover. I'm good telling cover. you, he Very does. Nice. He's good in the cover. Eric's in the boxing. I'm good telling you, cover. Jeremy. Did he knock the guy out? You were in the boxing. I saw your video. Yeah. Did he knock the guy out? Is that? Get <laughs> <laughs> this man another Bloody Mary. Now he's making sense. Oh boy, <laughs> getting too real. All right, Coop. What's going up this week on Cigar-Coop.com? Uh, we've got the review of the Agonorsa Signature coming up, so you'll want to stay tuned for that. 
as well as uh, more news and reportings. All right. Sounds good. We will definitely keep it all tuned to Cigar-Coop.com for all the latest news information and high-quality information that you can find in the cigar world. Coop, keep it lit. Take care, guys. Hey, Bye, thanks, Coop. Coop, see you. we'll see you in November, right? Oh, yeah, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm there. You're, yeah, driving, I'm your, you're driving your pink Cadillac? Bring some lobster Absolutely rolls. driving the pink Cadillac? Um, absolutely. So um, I'm, we're, we're doing the sh- and we're going to be doing the show for you guys that night, too. Bring so. some right, lobsters. Cool, we got to talk about that, actually, right. right after Coop gets off. We got to talk about Lazona Palooza. Right. That's Ooh. what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the next yes. big thing. All right, Coop, be safe, man. We'll see Take you. Okay, guys. Okay. Thanks. It's just under a month away, almost. Yeah. So, so tell us about this Lazona Palooza. It's, uh, I think we're coming in the fifth year, How'd you fourth come year. the name? Uh, Just kidding. Uh, Go ahead. You know, look what it says there, Zone. Sports Radio Zone. Right, yeah. no, no, here, and Zone. Oh, yeah, the Zone, right? It's a karma. Nice, bro. Zone. So tell us zone. about how the Zone um, I think this is going into the fourth year, fifth year. I don't remember. I've had too many of these bloody marriages. Uh, it is four, if I'm four, not mistaken. Four, four, yeah. four. Um, you know, just talking over at, at the warehouse, you know, we do everything as a team down there. And I want to reward most of the guys who post a lot of our cigars, you know, our fans of our cigars. And it's funny. It's This is how it came about, right? Yes. And um, It was a way to say thank you to people who promoted your brand promoted throughout the, the brand course throughout. of the year. Correct. And, um, and we were looking for a venue, no different than what you did, you know, the Great Smoke. It's hard to find a venue. It's hard you to know find that, a venue, You yeah. know that. And being in, uh, in Hylia Gardens, you know, we can't drive down here to, to have that. And there's no place outside, you know, the cigar, all this. And oh, that. we got so, lucky with the you know, fairgrounds. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. we literally... That I, they allow you. The guy, I, don't I never thought in a million years they'd work with us because they do the big fair there every year. And right. Smoke Free smoke free Florida was always part May of the fair. May they rot in hell. Yeah, so I never thought that we'd give it. But when we, we were literally kind of running out of room and choices, we just said, let's hit these people up. And not only had they let us do it, they have really embraced our event, man. It's it's one of the things they actually look forward to, and they work with us, and they make it very easy. I mean, the people of South Florida Fairgrounds have been amazing, amazing. In putting uh, this I wish together. they had one in Hialeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I get the problem. Yeah, so we have to do it in our warehouse because we can't find a venue. And um, so the first year, there was like 100 people down there, you know. And then the next year, you know, we, we spoke. Now I just want to get straight. These people... Pay their own way. They pay their way. They, they pay. They pay to fly down. Yes. Come and, 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 and how many people are from out of state typically? Are coming. Eighty percent. So most of them are coming. Yeah, yeah. Most of them are coming yeah, from yeah, out of state. Absolutely. Okay. We have people from California. Uh, you know, all all over. Um, so the following year, we said, "How do we top this?" So um, we can't take people away because look, the right thing business wise. Um, you know, let's invite new guys, you know, or new consumers, um, guys that are posting, women that are posting our cigars, you know, and let's forget about the other guys. Let's say make more room, you know, invite 100 different other people. That doesn't work because what are you telling the guys? That You're telling your most loyal people now they're not getting treated mm-hmm. well. Correct. So we, we continued. So let me ask growing. you this. How many people do you, do you have a number that you set? Like we can't really have more than x number 150 because you get locals you one, get local one, reps no we stopped that we stopped that yeah. so now nobody can just show no, up. no we stopped so let that. me ask you something when a local rep just shows up there you tell them to get lost well no um <laughs> i don't i make so, somebody somebody tell do me. it yeah yeah <laughs> all right that's i fair. don't yeah we, listen we, we can't Here, here's the problem what people don't understand you know just showing up crashing something 
you know, you you get X amount of foods, X amount. You based on a number. Yeah, you based on the numbers. Like when you do yours, you based it on a number. You know, I get it. And then I don't mind a friend of mine showing up or or what have you. But I remember three years ago, somebody showed up and brings five friends, and I just lost it. I did. I, I you know, how how do you do that? You want to show up? It's fine. You know, but he shows up with five friends. That's you no know, class. No class. No class. And um, you know, so it gets scary every year because how do you leave? So and so out who did all this. So we posted. I did so, a video. So yeah, that's what I want to get to. So you have X number of people, right? right one fifty, right, one sixty, right. whatever it is. Correct. What determinates who? Because you have to be invited by you guys. Yes. So what determines? Determinates is that a word? Well, determines. What, I think determines, determines, dude. It's, it's like Why don't you go back to shutting up and doing what you were doing? Collaboration. Go back go, to go, texting the wife. Go make another drink. Stop <laughs> acting like you're on the show. Yeah. I'm just a well, Juan, Juan being the the social media guru, he helps us a lot with that. He 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 follows it, you know, and he, he and Anthony and then Eric and Hector. But is there a basis? Is it yes, number of you know, posts? Yes, the number of posts. People, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you have know, a formula we, we don't built know, out. Do you guys sit in a room and decide? Like you go over the list. This we person do. knows. This person knows. Yeah, yeah, we do. Absolutely, we do. And then we take away whoever slipped or went. Is more loyal now to somebody post else. Post something for somebody else. Yeah, you know, yeah. You so know. if they post something for another company, that's points deducted from them? Of course. I'm just curious. It is. So they have to be loyal, hardcore. It is, yeah, absolutely. Lazona every a- a- day. Absolutely, absolutely. Listen, everybody that goes there gets treated well, gets treated like gold. You get tr- Listen, why, why would you leave? I always say you do it over the top, Of right? course, you know. But the expectation is someone's just going to be talking about just your brand. You don't think it's a little too much? I'm not saying that that's all they have to do. But you said you deduct the points, so they talk about yeah. But brand. if they they do they do two of mine, then they're ahead of a point. <laughs> yeah. But but if they also you do track uh, one. brands that you do like you know us right right do you, right. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you deduct for anybody who makes a one cancel protocol post? No, we add. Oh, dude, yeah, I would make we a make strong. That. Dedu- we make I would that. make a strong deduction. For no, that. we make. Listen, look, I I know people loud, smoke other. I, I, I listen. <laughs> You guys are banged up, bro. <laughs> Yo, we're like eight, eight of these in. <laughs> I'm saying thesaurus listen, wrong. Listen, <laughs> to turn eight. I think oh, Adam's going to have to drive. Hey, oh, listen. boy. Oh, so, Uber's making money this morning. Yeah, no, I listen. I know everyone smokes other people's products. I know. I which, which, which is fine. You know, we don't have a problem with that. But for that week or for those three, four days that we're there, you know, um, and I tell you what, we, we've gained... Um, we've opened up a lot of shops due to the Lazona Palooza because people. So give me uh, give me a breakdown of what Lazona Palooza is. What can someone right, expect? You, you, First off, all the invitations are done. Yeah, right. They're yeah, right. Yes. they're coming in what right. November fifteenth, no, November seventh, seventh, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So tell me what happens. What 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 goes on? November seventh, they show up. You know, three four o'clock, five o'clock. They come to the warehouse. We smoke cigars. More like a meet and greet. Okay, and on on the seventh, um, I introduce everybody. Everybody. Introduce himself, you know, and people become friends. And I'll tell you, and, and then I'll, let me finish this, and I'll tell you what what happened. Nobody stop. Um, and then the next morning, we got a bunch of activities. We have a bunch of contests. You've had crazy contests. Yes, mm-hmm. we've had a, dodgeball, a dodgeball, bunch of stuff. You've had a lot of chairs that died and have been yeah, broken. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, well, a lot a lot of of guys. yeah. A lot of big guys. And and you, they, and they have to you, sign it. You have these, you have these cheap plastic chairs that they just cracks underneath. And they cracked and. Um, and you know we got eight of them. We still have them hanging in the warehouse. Really? Yeah. Yes. I, I saw them yesterday. I saw them in yeah. July when I was there. I got a. That's I, funny. I, I, I got a magic marker ready for you. Uh, <laughs> I won't. See, dude, <laughs> you would never sit there. dude, this is straight bourbon. Stop.
Thank you, sir. You I just, have another. <laughs> I'm telling you. You just it. poured a drink that's straight bourbon. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So anyway, I, I tell you what happened. That that these guys listen. It, but wow, you might want to stir and that. And for these a while. guys are big fans. Of your, could be a, yeah. The, yeah. These, these guys are big fans of your shop, and and you know, one guy lives in uh, Maryland, the other guy lives. Uh, Mark, you know Mark Davis? Yeah. Well, he was at the event last night. So I, I'm in Philadelphia. I'm doing an event, and I'm walking into the door, and Mark's there. I'm like, dude, what are you doing here? <laughs> right. It, you know, at, t- at Tony's and, place, Anthony's place. No, 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 another shop. Oh, okay, and then. I look to my left and I see a guy named uh, Jeff, Jeff Todd, um, and um, they're part of that wrecking crew. You okay. know, they got a little uh, a group going. And I look at Jeff and I said, what the hell are you doing here? So I look at both of them and they're like, Mark looks at me and Mark says, I'm staying with him at his house. You know, I, I came in for your event. He and, flew all the way to Philly. Bro, and that was for me was very touching. Yeah. Not just that. That they met in La Zona Palooza, yeah. and they became friends. And you know, listen, for you to allow somebody to stay in your house, you, you got to be pretty good friends. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, so we've created that. You know, so all over the country, you know, how would you meet? You know, you got Christy the Crenshaws. I'm sure she's listening. I love her. Oh, I love her too. There, I, I just don't I like that she sees dolphins where there's no <laughs> dolphins. But, <laughs> but you know. I got a lot of respect for retailers like her because I, this is the type of retailer I am, and you, you know it, right? Right. Like, I will carry Dion's brand if it's a good brand. It's a brand that my consumers want. I don't care that he's a retailer, right? Because there are people who have that. There are retailers in this industry, and you know it. They got that phobia. Well, why, why, why would I want to support another retailer's brand, right? I've carried FSG, you know, Jeff's stuff from Corona. Because, look, it's all about propagating what your consumers want and making sure. a good lifestyle. So when the fact when I see another retailer like Chrissy and her husband who love KMA and follow KMA and promote KMA, I love that. That stuff. Is just, they're good people. Bro. They're good people. They're good people. Yeah. You, you know, you met them at Arizona Palooza. But listen, because of Arizona Palooza, that's where they found out of KMA. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I like Arizona Palooza, like the Great Smoke. I've made friends now for literally 15 years. I meet one time a year. Mm-hmm. You know, they come down every year for the Great Smoke, and that's the only time I get to see them. But I know them personally. Personally, just from the Great Smoke. Hey, some of my best friends yeah. I met from Pompano. You know, right. Joe. Right, yeah. Guy, life life Chris, friends. Life friends. Great, life yeah. friends, you yeah, know. Yeah. How, much, how many times we broke yeah. bread together and all that, you know? Too many. Yeah, so that's Lazona Palooza. But, and then I did do a video, and I uh, and I asked everyone, if you think you should be invited to Lazona Palooza, reach out to me. You know, because, you know, some things fall through the cracks. Do you have like a wild card program? Like, yes. After oh, you get a top, like, he's yes, like, yes, we're going to give you five yeah. tickets. Make the best. If, if, we, if we messed up. Because otherwise, a new person can never get in. Sure they can. But if you got hardcore people and you got the same 150 people, how does a new guy get hope well, of getting an invitation? We, we say that every year. We that say that in the beginning. Wrong. How do you get invited to La Zona Palooza? By posting, buying our cigars, posting it. That's how you get invited. But here's my question, right? Because you only have limited spaces, right? Right. See, this person had X number of posts. Right. This X per- Y person has exact same number of posts. Right. Same activity. Everything's equal. But this guy's been doing it for five years. This guy just started this year. I invite them both. So you go beyond the number. That yeah, you have absolutely. To. That's what you want to know. Yeah. Eric goes I, beyond I'll, the voice. I'll disinvite Juan since he's not coming to the... Uh, <laughs> the Great Smoke, <laughs> yeah. And the space for one more person. Right? right? There yeah. you go. Now, did we finish going through the scheduled itinerary? Because I think we got, we got cut off, right? We got the meet and greet. Right. And then, and then you know, we, we close it down like 12 o'clock at night. But these guys, let me tell you what they do. Um, The hotel that, you know, the host hotel. Where everybody stays. Where everybody mm-hmm. stays. 
there's a parking lot, and it's sort of empty. They just hang out in the parking lot. They hang out in the parking lot. They hang so out in the parking garage. The yeah. cops there, you know, I know every single cop. They you know, know every year. They don't they bother know. them. And the cop shows up one year and tells them, and, and he sees them. And we, I, we, Eric and I have a lot of respect there, you know, the cops. And Hector being a cop also. So the cop shows up, you know, to bust their tails. and Because and, I guess they got a call or what have you. And then they look at it, and they see these guys smoking cigars. And they look at me, he goes, you guys with uh, Eric? Everybody, yeah. All right, bro. You guys are cool. Any of you guys got an extra cigar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the cops smoke it. You should, so you this year we're going to do. You should play a practical joke and have Paddy Wagon show up. You know. And load them all up. They know, bro. All those That'd guys there, dude, they, they, they know that all the cops. The I cops mean, hang I, out there. They, I know that's shady and probably can't yeah, be done, but yeah, just call one. He's yeah, used to doing yeah, shady yeah, shit yeah, while he's he on does. the job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, dude, by the way, I got to give props to Juan. Uh, last year, Lazona Palooza. He kind of pissed me off like he always does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juan pissed you off? Uh, yeah, no way. He, he kind of pissed me off. So I, we, we started playing charades. I don't know if you were there. I don't think no. you were No, no. I this heard about classic. this. This was great. Listen to me. We gave him some tough, tough shit. Like what? What was the tough one? Will Smith. Will Smith. Liam Nielsen. Oh, that's a bitch right there. And I told him he had to. I give him. Ten seconds to think of something. How did you do, Neil Nielsen? He got under like a, they're pulling him out. Huh? Pu- I was trying to re- reenact the scene from Taken. <laughs> <laughs> like I would put something like, like tie the girl up, and he's on the phone, and then someone like, Taken. <laughs> so <laughs> he got everything in less than a minute. Will Smith. Everything in less Will than a minute. Smith. How about yeah? Will, Will Smith. Smith. Yeah, it's hard. Will Smith. Will Smith. Wait, wait. I want to be there for charades this year. Listen. I want to be there this year for sure. All right, stick around. You I, always leave. Will Smith was very difficult, so I'm thinking, like, what can I... Bro, he did the dance. The Carl, uh, you know, uh, the Carlton he, dance? The Carlton dance, yeah. And that's why I said, first person Bill Air, Will Smith, boom. Yeah, bro. Everything, I tried to do the, like a minute. I tried to do, and, he, he had Dick and in a Box. All ten of them. He, he had the Dick him. in a Box thing. And I, and I, but, oh, yeah, Dick in a Box. And boom, he gets it. I get a did box. you put your Dick in a Box? Tickle, tickle, tickle. Britney Spears. He sat down. How did you do Britney Spears? He crossed his leg. He sat down, and then he opens his leg. That would be what's in the No, no, no. Christina Aguilera. No, no. Britney Spears. From Basic Instinct. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. No, no, wait. Yeah. Britney Spears had the car incident when she was in the car. And she yeah, she had the car. I know. Uh, that that's was a Paris Hilton thing. Yeah, but yeah, no. That was, I saw yeah. you sitting in a chair spraying your legs. I totally said, uh, what's your name? Sharon Stone. Sharon, Sharon Stone. Stone. Got yeah. all ten in less than a minute. So this year I got something for you. Uh-oh. Are we going to spoil what it is? Harder, harder. You know, we won't get there till Saturday morning. That's and the only downside. My favorite one was the Saturday Night we'll, Live. We'll so I, I try to do the Saturday. skit from uh, with the Will Ferrell. What was the big guy? They they doing the, the, the Chippendale dancers. Oh, Chris Farley. Oh, Chris Farley. Yeah. 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 yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. Chris Farley took his shirt off. They got dude. it. Somebody got Chris wow, Farley. Bro. I said no. Uh, so how how's the cigar world? <laughs> <laughs> Have we even spoken about cigars? I don't know. Would you like to do a collaboration? Well, like, I, I, make, right, you want to do a collaboration? All right, yeah. listen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speed some issues, and I want your responses. Ready? All right, yeah. I mean, seriously, cigar stuff. Ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cigar con. What do you want me to say? Pro or con? What or? did you think about it? Well, it really? Mm-hmm. Don't give me no buttered bullshit. Listen, they got to do something. But that wasn't it. I, I, I don't think that was it. No, they got to do Were something. Were you going to do it? A lot of... Uh, it's the industry, bro. That, that's our Were Super you going to do it? He, he, what, I, yeah. Do I have any choice? No. Everybody has a choice. It cannot go. Yeah. I, if, if you're on my side. Would, would you do it? Probably not. Why? You won't go to the show? 
Honestly, my argument was, and this point is, and I'm a firm believer in this, I really think in two or three years a lot more medium guys are just going to stop going to the show. That's already happening. I understand. It's going to get worse. So, I, But I'm, I'm usually ahead of the curve. I usually, one of the first guys to act on ship because I see it earlier, I'd probably already be at the point where I would stop going to the show. It makes no financial sense because I'm a numbers guy. I always say, one of my theories in life is, I say, look, human beings are emotional people. We lie. We lie when we don't want to lie. We lie to ourselves. We make ourselves believe shit that's not true sometimes. But there's one thing that never lies. It's numbers. Absolutely. If you I'm, look I'm at a numbers, numbers and you learn the numbers and you no, read numbers the numbers, lie. numbers will always tell you what the situation is. Absolutely. And I can't believe for a mid-level company, the numbers say go to the show anymore. No. It just doesn't pay. And I, 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 it's not what I want. I'm a, listen, I, 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 people people don't, you know, I'm, I'm that villain you know, for people who are like uh, any sci-fi fans or the show out there, now I know I'm drunk because I'm talking sci-fi. I love it. <laughs> but if there's any sci-fi fans, there was a great show called Farscape. It was a Jim Henson production. And um, there was a villain called Scorpius in there, right? And for years, you watched the series thinking this guy's the villain. He was the villain, but all he wanted was the greater good for everybody, even if it meant the means that he got there was bad. Right? Robin Hood so, type. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you ended up liking this guy, even though he was like, the villain the whole time. And, and people, I, I get that way because I'm I'm for what's best for the organization. I'd love to see the PCA thrive and do well, but I'm not going to lie about what's going on. There's some major issues there, and I don't want to see it fail. That's not my intention at all. I just don't think that the leadership there is doing their job and doing it right. And I think it just can be way done way better. But I also believe the way it's set up, it's not conducive to do better because. You got a board made up of guys who all run their real businesses, and having a call for thirty minutes or an hour a month doesn't solve the problem. Especially when half that time it's all litigation stuff. So you know the model is it was very hard for it to thrive. So I I, I think it was a problem, and, and I, yeah, I think at some point it's it, it's either going to my prediction is it will get consumed by the TP. They'll they'll buy it, acquire it, and it'll be one major show for the whole tobacco industry. I, I think they need to change the venue. My personal opinion, the time-wise, I know it's hard. It's not that it's it. hard. Listen to me. Changing the venue would improve the show. Changing the time of year would improve. could improve the show. But that's not what the problem with the show is. That's just all icing that people want to bitch about. I'll go to a show in November if it's worth going. Yes. And I don't care if it's in Antarctica. If it's Antarctica and it's worth going, I will go. Because I always try to do what's best for my business. And if going to a trade show is what's best for my business, or you find me a way to emotionally make me want to be there, then I would go. There's, there's, so, there's nothing that I can come up with that would... Every idea out there, I don't like none of them. It's the truth. Um, you don't you, like my you, roast you, idea? You're going to you, get the discounts anyway. Whether You, go you, you don't go. like my roast idea that I've been talking about like for almost eight years? Your roast? Yes. I've been talking about it for, like, literally since I was on the board. I can't tell you how long ago that was. I've never heard of it. Yes, you have. I've talked about it regularly. Mm-hmm. I've said very few times where everybody in the industry is in Vegas, right? Or just in one place, freaking mm-hmm. Vegas. We're all together. Don't make the show the reason why I want to go. Make an awesome event. That's what I look forward to every year. That's when we, and I've always said we're a very closeness industry. You and I argued very heavily today about, a collaboration. Right. But the reason why I could argue with you so comfortably is because we are friends. I mean, right. we're going to go out and have lunch and make lunch after this, right? Right, right, right. Make a roast. 
there are guys in this industry. I had a comedian lined up from California who was going to come out, help put it together, write the script. Make a, you make it over the top the first year, right? The last, it was the last night of the last day. Everybody would go. You'd sell tables and you'd have, you'd save so many seats for consumers. And you make it so over the top that next year everybody would want to go. And that would be something like if I knew they were roasting you, I would go to Vegas no matter what, trade show or not. And I would go every year, make a roast, make make an annual event that the whole industry can come together, celebrate together, and have a great time. And they never did it. They tried doing it. They had meetings. They bought in and all the manufacturers and Bill Spann, and they tried to. But the problem is he started trying to get input from everybody. You know what it is when you get like 50 people in a room and you want input from them. I mean, nothing ever happens. All you do is the, the gears grind. It's a disaster. You know? It's a disaster. I said, just do it. Do the roast. Tell them that this is what we're doing and make them come. And if they come, listen, even the first year, you only get half the people. Right. If they you should. do it awesome, next and, year. And they talk about it. It was triple funny. It was people, great. Yeah. You should have seen this guy. You should have seen whatever. They've never know. done it. And I, I still think, and, you know, Skip Martin, I just threw in his name because you know, argued, oh, people will be too sensitive. Bullshit. We, we, I, I've said some of the meanest things to this guy in the last week. You know, look, at, he's never, still laughing. No. Yeah. Listen, if you're listen, sensitive, then you there don't are do guys, it. If, yeah, if you're sensitive, guys, then don't do it. Absolutely. There are guys who are too sensitive, and you don't make and them. And their eagles are you know, too big that they want to chip. There are some guys you don't put them up there. I understand. But if you're going to put me up there and they're going to roast me, that's fine. I can handle it. But the next year, give me the opportunity to roast whoever roasts me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, what the, what the hell? That's listen, it could have worked. There could have been ways to spin up. But listen, whether that's the idea or not, it's a problem that needs solving. And like you, you you, you probably were drinking, Don't even didn't even know there was a cigar con, right? Don't lie. I know about a cigar con. Yeah, but you didn't even think twice. But about I got a it. question about cigar con. So they got the cigar con from like Comic Con, right? Kind of like that's came my the name, concept, yeah. right? So in Comic Con, they do what's called the cosplay, where the people dress up like their favorite characters. Oh, this game's stupid. Now. They could have done that with, with the cigar manufacturer, you know, with the you, personalities. You, people dress up like so Saka, so I like could dress Eric, up like, like I, so I could dress up like Michael Herklotz. Absolutely, Sakalicious. No? Imagine you in a three-piece suit. I don't think they make one. I don't think they make <laughs> Michael Herklotz clothes to fit me. <laughs> That's a good pull, though. I, I like where you Michael went Michael yeah, yeah, that was nice. Well, listen, if you're going to dress up as somebody, awesome. that'd be the dude I'd try to dress mm-hmm. up as. Somebody you know? told me I, I wouldn't want to dress up like Eric Espinosa. All I need is just a black Somebody t-shirt. was telling yeah. me That's that. That's it, bro. I need to be more serious. <laughs> I got maybe, badass maybe clothes, though. Up, and I was dude, like, I don't know about the serious, but you just got to clean up, dude. You no, no, like but I was like, homeless. there's only you're one like, Michael Herklotz in this industry. You're like the guy they found. You're like the guy they found that was raised by coyotes in the woods, like, for... Ten years, and you finally came there, back. To there is a backstory behind the beard and the hair. It's just this, like since I was sixteen years old, I've had jobs where I couldn't, you know, uh, I had your, to. Your arm hurts from, from picking up the. Yeah, the, no, no, no. The, the I couldn't, I couldn't grow a beard. I couldn't uh, have long hair. So when I retired, I just wanted to try it and see if I was. You couldn't have a beard in the police force. No, I, I, you have to have a special note that you can't shave because. Are you serious? I kid you not. But you can have a mustache. Mustache, yes, but then there's rules about it. it. Can't go, but you know, it can't be the handlebar mustache. Now, is that every department or just the specific pretty, departments you I were in? I want to say pretty much nationwide. How about, go, how about goatee? How about goatee? No goatees, unless you're in like an undercover, you cannot wear any facial hair. Are you serious? You can't even have long sideburns. I used to have arguments. How does that affect your job? I don't know. They just want you to look clean cut. Is that just like New York thing, or is that? I want to say the UPS was the same. Yeah, I think I think I, I would say it's a Hold nationwide on. thing. As a brown delivery guy, they were worried about your facial yeah, hair. Get about it. UPS was the same. I don't know the UPS was the same. I'm you. That's that's like gonna literally have long hair. Ironically, I don't know they changed now. That's ironically hilarious. Hair. Who yeah. gives a shit what the UPS driver looks like? Yeah, I mean, they wear yeah. shorts for Christ's sake. I mean, just deliver brown, my goddamn shit on socks. time without throwing a spiking it like a football, and I'll be happy. 
Oh my God. Well, this we, a, we, we yeah. do. This has been a fun and exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio. Are we talking about enough stuff? Are you cutting us off? No, I'm not. I'm just, Are you ending it? I'm just, you know, what bringing everybody back around. Time check. Oh, yeah. We're way past. Oh, yeah. Man. No, it's 1216. It's so, a free-for-all. We yeah. do a free-for-all now. It's, it's all free-for-all. It's like, it's all do you have a question? It's all prepping for a new studio yes. we're hopefully going to have ready in December. And you can smoke in a new studio. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm That's talking with the Rabbit Air people about installing some really good stuff in there. Nice. Get it working. Good stuff. Absolutely, it'll be a great time. You got another thing. You said Con Air, and not, I mean, not Con, Con Air. Cigar Con. Cigar Con, and then you, you had another question, I think. You had Did I? Question. Yeah, you said it was. Do you remember what it was? No, hey, did I have like, a couple things? Did I say a couple like, things? Like speed mm-hmm. points. You, like the yeah, you had speed points. points. You had these little you speed points. You had speed points. I never got to use the first one. Yeah, I know. It's and it wasn't too speedy. We talked about Cigar Con for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yes, it's not like we can't stop talking about CigarCon again and again. It's always a fun time. All right, before we get off the air, mm-hmm. latest new funny story that you haven't told is like a hundred times at least. New one. A new funny story? That you haven't told at least a hundred times. 99 is okay. You know all my funny stories. I know, but our listeners don't. Give us a new one. The newest one. Something that happened. Don't tell, it, don't tell the George Burns Oprah joke on the air. Oh, you, no. you, you want a no. joke? I, you got a good joke? Go ahead. You're a storyteller. I, 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 you can I, curse, too. But so. don't tell us the Oprah George Burns show. No, no. I, are you kidding? Can me? You do the uh, genie uh, joke. No, that's I'm my not, absolute not favorite. I, I'm, I'll say my favorite all-time joke. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that's even better. I want to know what your favorite all-time joke. All is. right, so here it goes. There's a guy feels like his wife's cheating on him, right? So he goes to the next. <laughs> He's already door laughing. Neighbor. Shut up. <laughs> Listen, Shut up. you probably know it because I've told you. So he goes to the next door neighbor and he tells the guy. The next neighbor tells him, "What's wrong?" Bro? He goes, "Bro, I think my wife's cheating on me." He goes, how do you know? He goes, bro, she's acting weird. So he says, dude, go get a private eye. You'll follow her around, and, you know, and you'll catch her. It's a great idea. So he goes, sees the first guy. You know, he tells him the problem. The guy wants seven grand. He goes, that's too much money, bro. The next guy wants 7500 6500 eight grand. So he goes back to the neighbor. He goes, bro, I can't afford this. It's too much money. He says, I'll tell you what. I was thinking about this the other day. Why don't you go get a parrot? He goes, a parrot? What the fuck a parrot going to do? He says, dude, they talk. They're going to tell you everything. <laughs> he, says, <laughs> he says, dude, no, this is a great joke, bro. So he says, you know what? Fuck it. So he goes to the pet shop, and he tells the guy his problem. The guy goes, dude, I got your perfect bird, African gray. He's going to tell you everything. He goes, how much is the bird? He goes, 5500 I can't afford that. That's not I get a private eye. He goes, I got another bird. five grand. Doesn't talk as much as African gray. He says, dude, I can't afford that. So as he's walking out, the guy goes, come here, bro. I forgot. I got your perfect bird. He goes, how, he goes, how much is the bird? He goes, two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. He goes, does he talk? He talks more than the fifty five hundred dollar bird. He says, well, what's the catch? He says, he's got no legs. <laughs> he says, <laughs> he says. <What's> so, <laughs> so he says, wait, 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 wait. How, how does the bird? Wait, wait, listen. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. Hold on, hold on. Listen, listen. Let listen, me finish. So he says, he's got no legs. So the guy goes, so how does he stand up? He says, was his pecker? He uses like a kickstand. <laughs> so the guy goes, you sure he talks? He says, dude, he he talks. He says everything. He says, all right, give me the bird. Takes the bird, puts the bird in the car. He tells the bird the problem. The bird tells him, listen, bro, leave me in the balcony, go to work, and I'm going to tell you everything. He says, all right, fuck it. So the guy comes back from work. He says, so tell me. He goes, bro, I got so much to tell you. He says, he goes, what happened? He goes, 
They knocked at your door. They knocked on my door? He goes, yeah. Who was it? <laughs> Some dude. Some dude. What else happened? The guy came inside the house? The guy came inside my house? He goes, yeah. What else happened? He started kissing your wife. He started kissing my wife? He goes, yeah. And he goes, so what else happened? Your wife got naked. My wife got naked? He goes, yeah. So what else happened? He goes, I don't know, because I got a heart on. I fell back. I didn't see nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the sad part is, I think I've heard that joke before. No, I don't think you've heard it before. Fucking great. No legs. Oh yeah. my gosh. Just the thought of a bird with no legs is funny. I had no idea uh, when that started. All okay. Right. That's All good. right. Well, so let's... thanks for coming in. It was a great show, Juan. Uh, thanks for the drink. You, stop. How do we do? We polish a bottle off? Only, uh, quarter, quarter left. Yeah. You're good, bro. I get, you got to drive. Relax. Me and Abe are having nine. Uh, Abe and I. Take it to the house. Grammar we, we got it at the house, but we'll take it anyway. Yeah, yeah there you we'll go. More. All right, let's see this week it belongs in a cigar and oh, stay in asylum. Oh, we got another segment? Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. This week belongs in a cigar insane asylum brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. All right, this week's inductees really want to get everyone's attention. Two unnamed people are facing criminal felony charges after they were just trying to have a little fun and spread some joy in the world. Well, at least on Interstate 75 near Detroit. Oh, Ronnie Haysha Town. Mm-hmm. Two suspects have been arrested for hacking. Oh, I saw this. Hacking in a digital digital billboard. You like that? Uh, Funny, there was not a dildo involved, right? No. There might have been, actually. You never know, but I don't think there was. Hacking into a digital billboard along highway and broadcasting hardcore pornography for all passersby. This pornography went on for at least 30 minutes of this hardcore porn playing on a massive digital the billboard as drivers were stunned, almost causing accidents These along hackers. the thoroughfare. Yeah, it, from what I read was the billboard was seen to be controlled by a house underneath it. Oh. And these two kids broke into the house, oh. hacked into the billboard. Uh, the suspects, oh, they were caught by police because when I read the story, they weren't caught yet. Oh, yeah, me They were caught by police after surveillance footage had found them breaking to a nearby shed that housed the billboard's electrical components. During the broadcast, several motorists called 911. Who would call nine one one to report a porno billboard? Would you stop? No, I, I, as an I, I officer of the law, yeah. as a former officer of the law, okay. if you were driving down I ninety five and you came across a billboard that was playing porn, would you call nine one one? No. Would you call nine one one? Um, I don't know what I would do. Would you do anything other than keep driving? Yeah, I'd keep going. I'd just yeah. keep going. Yeah, no. I Colin, would. call nine one one. Drive by. Yeah, who the fuck calls nine one one for a Crazy. porno billboard? So, hey, you just got a free I mean, show. You got to. Did, did you kids. just see some titties? Did you just see some titties? I got did you four just see kids, some and I really don't think I'd call nine one. I'd be bothering nine one one, right? About a porno billboard, right? So, anyways, congratulations to both our digital perbs. You are this week's inductees. I, I don't know if they're really insane asylum inductees, but if Paul says so, okay. Uh, brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. And our good friends over at CLE and Asylum Cigars. Yes. All right. It's been a lovely two and almost half hours. Wow. Time for some white man crack. That, oh. was, that, that was like Penny a, a coop show. Yeah, this is like a coop show. That's no, a coop show would have been another hour. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it would been another hour. Had a good time, man. It was a good time. Absolutely. Eric, thanks for being here. And if uh, what, So, obviously, you got the event tonight. Yeah. What do you got at, uh, in the, after that? What's next week? Uh, the Collaboration. <laughs> That's a great never, name for us to go. We're never going to hear the end of this no, collaboration. Dude, did you just make me another drink? Yes. We're going. We're getting it in auto. You took your cup and you slid it. Yeah, I'm done. You did do that. You did do that. This guy took a cup and he slides it towards me. What does that to me? It means we're getting it in an automobile driving. I did see that. You slipped in the cup like you need to know. Like the Wild West, bro. You mean another full drink? You have to put it away from him. You can't get it near him. Look at Adam. Adam's got an empty glass. He's by him. Holy shit. You can't put empty glasses next to me. All right, next week, uh, David Blanco with Blanco Cigars will be our guest. I'm sure it'll be another fun and exciting show. And guess what? Paul won't be here again. Again? Yes. Got to be another great show then. Wow. It'll be phenomenal. Nice. Oh, Who's, yes. So we got David Blanco with no Paul. No Paul. Nice. It'll be great. Wow. But we will have fake Paul, thanks to Colin. Yeah, we, we always get that fake Paul wow ready. In the yeah. Wow. Always do, we ever get an, do we have an Eric Espinosa soundbite? We, we used to have one before. Something it's not like. about the money. It's a good one. We should get up, we should get two of them before we get off the show while money. they're drunk. Mm-hmm. Let make a KMA soundbite before we bro. leave. Bro, bro, bro I like listen that to KMA radio, bro. I got one last joke before we go. All right, all, all right. right. Can Absolutely. it be the genie right, joke, please? Please, no, no. <laughs> Why not? No, I think because it's it's a, no, it's, it's a smidge bit racial. No, no, let's stay away from that. Yeah, no, yeah, we've already thing, had yeah. issues on KMA. So yes, you got a guy walks outside his door and sees a bear top of a tree. And he goes, in the middle of the city, actually it was in Chicago, back door, sees a bear. And he says, uh, holy cow. So he calls the police department. Listen, I got this bear on top of a tree. And the cops said, well, we don't handle that. Call the fire department. Calls the fire department. And they said, well, we don't handle that. But there's this guy, Farmer Fred. He's phenomenal with this shit like this, you know. Call him up. So he calls Farmer Fred. He tells him, listen, I got a... Uh, a bear on top of a tree. Farmer Fresh said, I'm on my way. So Farmer Fresh shows up with a two by four, handcuffs, a rifle, and a chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> so Farmer Fred tells the guy, Listen, you hold this rifle, right? With the hold the rifle and the handcuffs. I'm gonna climb up the tree with a two by four, right? You can tell it's a male. Uh, so I'm gonna hit him. He's gonna fall. The dog is trained to bite him in his balls, right? <laughs> so when he bites his balls, he's going to protect himself, okay? And when he protects himself, you put the handcuffs on him, and I take him away. <laughs> and I goes, wow, that's cool. He says, you know, so what's the rifle for? He goes, in case I fall before the bear, shoot the dog. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. (laughs) Cigar Fairy's making round. Yeah, that's fantastic. Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio.